0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday, not Thursday. We went back in a bit of a time warp this week. It's Friday. It is May the, what is this, the 11th, I think, today? 11th. Okay, so we were in the right ballpark. 2018, welcome back to another, yeah, technical awful podcast. Sorry for those who watch this live, uh, and for for those who listen on uh, YouTube and everywhere else. uh, Yesterday, you might even hear it in my voice, I don't know, but yesterday... Um, my throat was way too sore to do this. I got hit out of, like, John, not John Cena, sorry, RKO'd out of fucking nowhere on, like, Wednesday. I was sitting down, I was streaming, and, uh, here, let me just go over to this, this, uh, appropriate screen here before I forget about that. Uh, I was, I was streaming, and I had my Timmys in front of me, and it was delicious, and I had one of those frozen lemonades, because it was kind of a warm day, and it was amazing, and then inside of, uh, like, f- five minutes... Of finishing my frozen lemonade. My throat felt like I hadn't drank water or any other liquid in about five years. Just bone dry. Sahara Desert. And, and at first I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Because it happened like somebody flicked on a switch. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a little odd. Maybe, maybe it was like the, the lemon syrup in the, in the lemonade just dried my throat out or something. So I didn't think anything of it. I went about my business. And then by the time it was like midnight and it still felt the same. I was like, oh, I'm going to get fucked. And here it comes. Cause for me, whenever I get sick, it doesn't matter what kind of illness, sore throat is always first wave. It is the first on the scene, the first responder, and uh, and as soon as I have that, I know I'm in for like a fucking roller coaster for like the next few days. Uh, so yesterday, uh, I thought maybe because it wasn't too bad, but when I woke up the next day, it was uh, no, nah, there's no no go. I just slept on the couch for like four or five hours. Uh, just didn't do shit <laughs> all Thursday. Today, I'm feeling a little bit better. I knocked myself out with a bunch of pills last night, as any self-respecting human being would do. Uh, and got to go watch Infinity Wars in time so that we could talk about it this Finally. evening. Yes. Um, I want to tell you that it was an experience uh, where my eyes were like... I don't know if anyone else is like this when they have like a, a cold or a flu, but your, your eyes obviously are a little bit more tired than usual. But it, like, I find it harder to focus and shit. Like on, on things. And so we went to the 3D version today. Oh, so gosh. I was fucked. <laughs> watching the movie and most of it wasn't too bad because it's not like a super heavy 3D you it still know was, movie it still was
1: a lot like I ended up when I watched it the second time I explicitly went to a not 3D version
0: yeah there's a couple <laughs> of scenes that were like real heavy like uh, so the one that really got me wasn't actually the movie and it's the one that gets me before every we, time uh,
1: anyway oh yeah go ahead what do you got before we say anything um, for anyone listening we are probably going to end up having some spoilers for at Avengers the end of the Infinity podcast. War at yes of course, we, yeah. when, we, when we
0: talk to we'll it. give we're, you we're, warnings but all if you the haven't way. seen it already just Absolutely. Be, just be aware just be aware that at the end of this bad boy there might be a few um but yes yeah, so the thing that doesn't get me i think it's at imax and i don't know if you guys in, in the states would might have the same thing or whatever but jeff you would know what i'm talking about the countdown sequence oh god yeah. where it does the 10 9 8 and it's like the spinning circles and shit Out of anything that IMAX throws at me in 3D, that fucks my eyes up more than anything else. No movie, no anything else. I can never focus on that countdown. My eyes are fucking doing backflips and shit. One eye's going up, one eye's going down. Fucking just, I look like, I look like I got a lazy eye and shit. It's terrible. Uh, And a couple of scenes in the movie did that to me today, but I I got through it and we'll talk more about uh, Infinity War at the end of the the podcast. But gentlemen, how are you doing today, Mr. Panic? How are you uh, this evening?
1: I'm uh, doing all right. A little, little bum that the podcast is today instead of yesterday. I got a flight bright and early at like seven in the morning tomorrow. Oh yes. to LA, so I'll be a little busy with that. Um, my brother also got me this bad boy,
2: mm. um, which um, a, the Oculus Go.
1: It's yes, yeah, the Oculus Go, <laughs> and honestly, it's actually one of the better VR headsets I've used. Like the screen and everything actually is better than the freaking full size five I have. Um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm going to try that out on the plane, maybe watch a movie, check it out.
0: <sighs> Fantastic. Yeah. Those are fancy little, that, that's like brand new too. You got, you yeah, my, hook my, my
1: brother, my brother works at Facebook. So he like, yeah. he
0: ended up like, he tried it out and then he's like, I think you'd like it. So he bought me
1: once. So I was like, sweet.
0: Oh, uh, well you'll have to let us know after you've used it on a flight or something and, and something let us know how, how that goes. Mr. Black, how are you doing today?
3: I'm doing all right. Just same old, same, uh, Retro season is upon us now, so I'll be going to yard sales first thing in the morning. Mm. Um, and I'm also going to be going to um, L.A. next month. I got invited um, by e, um, EA. I can't really talk about it because I'm under NDAs, but um, they're not doing E3. Um, they, they do a different thing, and uh, they're flying me out. And... I guess I'll be able to tell you guys more about that later. Um, yeah. That yesterday, so, yeah. Amazing.
0: Sounds good. Fancy. Well
3: yeah, besides that, my day is just, it's, it's, it's another
0: whatever. day. It's just another day. It's another day. You're always another so day, excited bro. when we first started this podcast. <laughs> it's another day. I woke up. <laughs> I ate food. I looked outside. I lamented the sky and said, fuck it. Why am I still here?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're not even going to, like, an office or some shit. You're just waking up. And you're like, oh, what do I do today? Like, there are people getting out of bed with, like, coffee. Yeah, I know. Look out the window going,
3: uh That's, like, that's the worst part about my life right now, man. <laughs> life, life for me this year has been a struggle, like, on a, almost on a daily basis. I've had some sunshine sprinkled through there where I'm just like, you know. You need good, some office work like, is what you're telling me. Holy fuck, man. It's like you wake up and it's like, Jesus. I should probably what am I gonna not do. What am be- I going to do? <laughs> Like it's fucking weird, dude. Anyway, anyway, you'll, you'll get. I'm, there. I'm like thankful for this podcast, man. It's like shit. This needs to be so like structure. Three days a week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck. Well, I mean, if you get bored, E 3s coming up, and we're gonna have you guys, lots, uh, what do lots you guys of coverage. Mean,
1: structure every other week, we've been moving.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, 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 no, we haven't been moving anywhere. It's been the same day. Just you haven't been here a couple of weeks. This is our first move in a long time. No, you guys were on Wednesday for two weeks. Oh, that's right, because of the uh, the uh, Infinity War release yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. <laughs> I feel like we just end up both times. So we started on Fridays, and then we discovered that was a terrible idea, and then we managed to go with thursday which so still somehow manages to fuck everything thursday's, up
1: yeah, thursday's not that
3: bad thursday's not bad not as it's bad just as the Friday's. time
0: slot I, yeah mm. i think the time slot itself because it, with time, releases it is, like movie yeah. releases for jeff yeah. it ends up being yeah. kind of awkward so oh no whatever i should be it careful with how is. much like of my usual grumbly huh, shit should i do or i'm going to be right <laughs> back in sour city tonight popping fisherman friends and shit trying to keep myself going so, this week, uh full disclosure, I spent 5 minutes before this podcast started going through the news to uh to catch a couple of things outside of what I caught during the week because there was really only a couple of like major events that I caught during the week. So, if you gentlemen somehow managed to have something to add to the the list that we have here, then by all means uh hit me up. Panic, they're coming for you. They found you. You guys can actually hear that? I can. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, not much I can do. That's actually like that's, right outside that's my window.
0: Fine. That's all right. They'll they'll eventually you know run him down. They'll find out if he's black. They'll decide whether or not to use a shotgun, and it'll be fine. <laughs> uh so, so <laughs> Sony announces major titles. Uh, it will be showcasing at E three. I can't. Maybe maybe I'm just having like a poor memory or something. But I can't remember the last time a company actually outright listed the major titles that they were going to be showing uh, off. During their E3 conference. Um, usually they keep that closer to the chest. Maybe that, I mean, I'm sure they still have, like, a surprise or two. They gotta have, like, some sort of, like, jazz hand moment, uh, in the conference. Yeah, like, ah! Some dude in a suit coming out, like, hello fellow children! <laughs> like, you gotta have, like, that moment. But, um, but yeah, they announced it, and, and, uh, uh, of all the games on here, they were pretty much games that I expected to see. One of them, I don't even think I've heard the name of yet. Maybe I uh, I just forget it from having it been announced, like, ages ago. Uh, yeah, you, Jeff's already highlighting the one that you I Google don't it. know. Everyone's highlighting the same <laughs> game now. They're like, what is this game? Jeff, you can let me know. You look that up. I'll go over the rest of the list, and then you can fill it us looks, in on what the fuck well, that it is. It
3: reminded me of uh, the Samurai. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the Samurai game. Ghost of Sashimi. Yeah, that's the samurai <laughs> game. I've got, I've got a few of them. I think for PS2 on the wall somewhere. One sec.
1: This actually looks like, at least just by just by the cover art. It's called Ghost of Tsushima, by the way, not Sashimi. Okay. Um, but it actually looks, um, it looks pretty edgy. Like it, it, it looks like a dark and gritty like samurai game, um, and it could be actually interesting depending on how they come out with it.
0: All right, well, are we are, are we saying that it's 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 leaning towards um oh, what like Samurai Dark Souls? What's the what's the well? What's the one that that is Samurai Dark Souls? Oh my God! How can I not think of this game right now? You got you're the you're the Dark Souls guy, not me. I don't well, play. My no, like, well, oh, no. What? Uh,
1: I know. I know a Neo. Thank you. That's the one. That is. So is it yeah. is it like that?
0: Is it like a Neo? Or the, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm doing the announce. I'm looking at the announce trailer real quick. Okay. All right, how many samurais are involved right now? Many samurais or one samurai? <laughs> I don't know. There's no gameplay sp- in this trailer for the Perfect. announce. Perfect, but so you, so Jeff, do There's you think it's an Pond? Ex- are you saying that you think it's an extension of games that you've have or like older yeah, games? Yeah,
3: I I could have sworn uh, there was already like three of them out, but maybe I'm thinking of a different franchise. All right, so what I'm
1: seeing here, um, it's an open world action game. Okay, um, it's developed by Sucker Punch. You did um, Infamous. Okay, um, it's set during the first Mongol invasion of 1274 in Japan.
0: Okay, which was a particularly which was a particularly brutal war, if I remember correctly. So, are we t- like? So does it look like Onimusha? Is that a game that you would recognize from days gone by? Panic? Oh, Onimusha was good stuff. That was a, that was on Dreamcast
1: and stuff too, wasn't it? And it was like one of the first PS2 games, Xbox as well. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, they they don't have much in terms of um, they don't have much in terms of gameplay footage from the, like the links I'm looking at. So I don't know. I don't know the. Style, oh, it's
0: just a whole whack of like uh, trailer. It, well, maybe we're gonna like, see gameplay yeah, at E3. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's it's what going cinematic gonna have. stuff. But it looks yeah. very. Um, it, it looks like it's more going towards a realistic slant, though. I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's been a hot minute since, you know, other than Neo, it's been a hot minute since we've gotten some good Samurai action. And who doesn't like a good Samurai game? I mean, that shit's almost always a good time. Look, as long as it's not zombies, I'm happy. Oh, Just give me, yeah. give me something I'm other than fresh. zombies. Yeah, hell,
1: like, give me good World War II games again. I'll, I'll
0: play those again with we're, better we're graphics. Getting, we're getting there. Maybe we're <laughs> yeah. getting there. We talked about that last week. Maybe we are going to get a little bit of that. Uh, You know, if we give if me if we some good historical
1: right. fiction that's not actually like Battlefield
0: One fiction, and we'll be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the The World War II and battle in Battlefield One nice. was could not have been in heavier quotation marks if you fucking tried. <laughs> It just is like a thousand quotation marks We're going around. Like, I, my fingers are breaking. Yeah, it's a little a little bit of a workout. So other than that, go and that was Ghosts of Uh Tsushima. Uh we're looking at Death Stranding, which is that Kojima title. Um with the dude who plays um what's his face from The Walking Dead? And I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now. Norman Reedus, Reedus? Norman Reedus? Norman Redis? Norm that's that's yeah. the name, I think. Yeah. Ooh, Daryl? Daryl, that's it. Norman, where did I get Norman from?
1: No, Norman Reedus is his name.
0: Is it? Yeah, but Daryl, but Daryl's Darryl Daryl's his name. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, so uh, that that wacky combo. And honest to God, I think my favorite part about the development of this game is just watching Kojima's social media account as he and Norman just go around being like bro, like you know, bro it's love, more or more just between two two guys. You know, just it's good shit. It's like so. It's like a really weird. Obtuse version of Patrick Stewart and Sirian McKellen. This is basically like that kind of bromance, but like this really weird East meets West biker guy, uh, you know, eclectic Japanese game developer thing.
1: You want to know out of this list what I'm actually kind of excited for? Um, They've had some more stuff come out for Spider-Man, and it actually looks really, it's, it's like growing on me.
0: How did you get so quiet all of a sudden? I had to turn you down, and now I had to crack oh, you back um, up.
1: Skype's, been, Skype's been adjusting my shit, so I just like, locked it.
0: Ah, very good. Lock it a I'm little definitely- higher if you can. All right, we should be good now. That's there you go, beautiful. Yeah, there you go. All right, beautiful. No, so I've what, we, what, we, what were you what were you what were you saying there? I'm uh, um,
1: Spider Man. It actually it's actually growing on me a lot yes. more from what I've
0: been seeing. Um, they freaking have like
1: Negative Man or what or Mirror Man or whatever he's called. Okay. Um and stuff. It looks sick. So I'm like they're they're getting some of the other villains involved. So mm. I'm actually kind of if it's going with the whole open world vibe and more villains involved, I'm like I I think I might dig it a lot more. So I'm, I might I might actually pick it up. Um, yeah, well, we, that were, is, yeah. we were kind of on the fence on it when they showed it at E3 last year as the, oh yeah, one more thing, but like it's grown on me the more I'm seeing it.
0: Yeah, I know for me, I need to see, I haven't, I haven't watched a lot of whatever they would have released. Mm-hmm. I'll be waiting for whatever they have for E3 because I think they're, I, I imagine if it's in this list, which it is, it's probably going to get a relatively extensive gameplay segment. Mm-hmm. And so... I'll wait and see what they've got at, e- at E3 because whatever they have at E3 is probably going to be more polished than whatever else that they've got out in the wild right now. Um, but I mean, it does it does look like it, you know, from what we've seen, it does look like a, a, a good game uh, for sure, especially if you've been into the the you know Batman series of of God, of uh, combat style and whatnot because it kind of looks like a rift uh, a rift on on that.
1: Well, I mean, Spider-Man kind of did did that whole they like the original like when the when the original Spider-Man movies came out, they had mm. corresponding games that came out with them, and they were open world web slinging type games, and yes. they
0: were they were really good. Yeah, there were a couple that were actually like surprisingly good that took yeah, people kind of you by surprise. I
1: those games, so they were and those were out before Arkham was even a thing. So, like, I actually I'm going to give it to Spider-Man as being like kind of the pioneer on that one, and Batman kind of one upped
0: them a bit. But and uh, uh, Mr. Black, I know, out of all the three of us, was, I think, the most intrigued by Spider-Man yes. uh, when we saw it at, at E3. So are you looking forward to seeing what they've got this year for E3 on that game now?
3: Uh, I wouldn't say I'm excited. <laughs> interested. I,
0: intrig- mildly, it gets it gets you, <sighs> you know, a half. You're not all, right, all the way there.
3: Mild, yeah, mildly interested. <laughs> I mean, if they're, okay, out of the slate of things I want to like see, like a I five guess, degree like... Incline. It's more on the upper <laughs> upper end of things that I'd that would be like, oh okay, yeah, I'll check this out.
0: You're not lifting the table, but it's a little harder to take a piss in the morning. That's what I'm That's saying. That's right. Okay. That's right. All right. Yeah.
3: It doesn't. Look, it never looked bad. I thought. I thought we thought it looked pretty good. So I mean, I've been sold on it for a while. So, mm. Um, you know. So I'm not gonna go and buy it by any means, but I mean, I'm I'm sold on it looking good and it's gonna do well. And I know they have like a a Spider-Man PS4 edition that's coming out that's all red and it. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, oh, th- I saw pictures of that. Uh, it I looks really, really one. cool. That would have been sick. Um, yeah, it's like a limited edition release. Uh, it's got like the big Spider-Man logo and the whole system's red. Is it this looks game dope.
0: going out alongside or in the neighborhood of a movie?
3: Uh, Homecoming no. 2 isn't coming out until next year. Okay. So. Yeah, I wasn't I sure. Like I wasn't sure if they the were trying to like, yet. you know, or maybe it's they're using the game as like a...
1: It is? Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. Do we know? Yeah, do we have I, a
0: release date on the game? On like yeah, I don't know about the game.
1: I thought it was like in December this year.
0: <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm just thinking maybe maybe we'll find out. It might be late. My yeah. Well, we're anymore. gonna we're gonna find out. But odds are, if you know, if it's not going near the movie, it's. I mean, that's not that far out. I mean, the, they you could you could use it as like a bridge the gap, I guess, advertising wise, before the movie comes up. But anyway, there's yeah. that, and then there's Last of Us Part Two. Uh, which I'm sure a great number of people are uh, waiting very patiently to see more of. After we had the the little uh, trailer last uh, last E3 for that. Last of Us is another. Obviously, it's you know it's another Naughty Dog game, so that means by default it's going to be good. Um, unless something catastrophic in development happens, <laughs> it's going to be good. Uh, and uh, I mean, the Last of Us. I think the Last of Us. As as time's gone on, I think the last of us has outshone uh, Uncharted. uh the Uncharted series. Uh, well, Uncharted
1: I mean. as a studio group, they lost a bunch of people to <laughs> they lost a bunch of people to other groups, so Yeah. It's a you know, they've been like they've been hemorrhaging some people, so Uncharted's kind of become a little bit formulaic, especially with what on Uncharted 4 or 5 now. Th- several. yeah, They're deep. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's a lot harder for them to retain talent because people are like, oh, we want to do something new. We want to do something else. So they, like, move on. Um, they lost a lot of people to the Star Wars games that ended up bombing out. So I won't be interested to where, where they end up.
0: Mm, yeah, for sure. I think I remember when they were talking last about – this was before the release of – or shortly thereafter, uh, the last Uncharted game, and they were talking about how difficult the development process was for that game specifically. Um and that it was just starting to get a bit, I don't know if laborious is the right term to use for it, but like, it's it just, it's the series is getting tired and you and, lose some of the yeah. excitement of doing it.
1: Cause it's like, yeah. you, can't, you can only push the envelope on a set of characters so far before you jump the shark. Exactly. So exactly. Actually, Saints Row is like a big example of that. The first two Saints Row games were like moderately serious with tongue in cheek comedy. And the third one just went ridiculous. They jumped the dildo. And then the fourth one, they were just like, "Fuck it, let's just throw out the everything
0: and just go nuts." Yeah, yeah. Then it, yeah, that was yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's bad. Uh, so yeah, so that's Sony. That's Sony. Uh, most of the news outside of what this next thing I'm about to it talk about has been big thing happened today. Oh, what's that? What's that then?
1: What do you our, got? our 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 good friend uh, Michael Pactor over at.
2: Oh, uh, he came out
1: with another wonderful, wonderfully insightful analysis. Is Mikey experiencing a renaissance? Is that happening no, right now? Was, that, that was sarcasm on my part. Uh, no, I mean, um, I mean,
0: I, I'm just I haven't heard his name so frequently since like 2000 and like fucking 11. Well, I'm just, um, he's coming back.
1: GameSpot's spots, uh, Game Stops CEO. Okay, um, abruptly resigned after being on the job for three months. Okay, that's not good. <laughs> and Michael Pactor's wonderful insight was: investors like stability in their companies, and this will definitely be a shock to their system. Um, <laughs> Thank um, you, big, Michael Pactor. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it was actually a little bit surprising because um, GameStop actually let go like their CFO and COO like a couple of months ago, like even further back, like a couple like last year towards the end. And then this guy took over as CEO. And then for nothing other than stated personal reasons, he straight up just pieced out. Like, I think it was either yesterday or today.
0: Personal reasons sounds like I don't want to get my career destroyed by this company while I'm still here. Yeah. So I'm going to get out before this shit gets public. So like, yeah, and
1: it's <laughs> been like, I'm just like GameStop hasn't been doing terribly, but they haven't been doing great. So I'm
0: curious now. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. If your CEO just up and leaves and he's only been there for like nine weeks and he doesn't really yeah. say anything outside of like, like, yeah, you know, I've got this family thing. guy guys. Gotta go. Uh, it's a reunion. It only happens once every 20 years. And, you know, I just got, I can't be here. I can't, uh, I just can't be committed. So I gotta, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Peace. <laughs> reunion is only gonna be a couple of days. No, no, I'm out, guys. Look, we all know what the real reason is why they're leaving. It's because Jeff found that copy of that game for more than it was supposed to be or less than it was supposed to be. <laughs> Uh, and we Jeff, broke did that you
1: Put fucking GameStop out of business. I we broke that down, news.
3: <laughs> I took him down. <laughs> it, revelations. Took him down by 10 bucks.
1: I broke the camera's back. Where else am I to get <laughs> three cents for my entire retro video game collection, Jeff? <laughs> I,
0: All right. brought, I brought in some Xbox 360 games and Xbox One games, a couple PS4 games. <clears throat> Because you know, cleaning the house out for the, for moving, whatever. You shouldn't pay like, for your
1: gas, dude. I it? just,
0: I just like. First of all, the guy looked at me. I had a bunch of like steel books and like collector's editions or whatever, right? And the guy looked at me. He was like, "All right, first of all, I'm just gonna put all these aside because you don't want to sell these here because we treat them the same as a regular ass game. So sell them somewhere else." And he gave me like names of places in the city. To, like, sell them, actually, you know, you money versus, for. versus there, I was like, alright, cool, and then the rest of it, he started counting them up, and he told me the total, and I don't know how, he went through, like, I don't know, 30 fucking games or some shit, and he was like, that'll be $54. Mm. I was like, oh, good, <laughs> awesome. And you know what the weirdest thing was? Of all the games, you know, outside of some sports titles that they just, you know, sports titles get too old, and they just don't take them anymore, um... A surprising for whatever reason, they don't take the Wii U version of Bayonetta 2. What? Which is like the only reason to own a Wii U at this point, because it's one of the few things I think that hasn't made its way over to the Switch yet. Uh is Bayonetta 2. Uh but he uh, was like he held it in his hand and he was like, Uh, that's kind of weird, but
3: we don't <laughs> we don't take game- this. GameStop was in a was had a bunch of heat on them in the retro video game community. I don't know if I talked about that before, but they um hit us. Yeah, so they were uh they take retro video games, obviously. And so, you know, when when people are clean like when I go yard sailing tomorrow, like it's springtime, so people are cleaning out their garages, Mm. their attics, people are moving. You know, and they come across these old retro games, and some people will take them to like, better. you know, Value Village or a thrift store and just give them out, or they'll sell them at a yard sale or put them on Kijiji or Facebook group. Um, and some people take them to GameStop, right? And they're like, oh, I wonder if I can get some money for this. Number one, GameStop doesn't really pay much at all for retro video games. So nice. you, you know, you get nothing, you get, you get just a little bit more than giving it away for free at a thrift store. And the retro community, um, was super pissed and still is mad because um a uh, an, an ex employee I was just reading this like two weeks ago, um an ex employee of GameStop actually was a manager at one of the GameStops, um he, he wanted to remain anonymous obviously because he's just like airing out a whole bunch of shit that they that they had that they do. So when people bring in games, they they test the games. So they you know they'll put them in, they'll see if they work or they see if they don't. A lot of the time, and the reason why in retro world there's a lot of dumpster divers that'll go to, like, GameStops, go through their garbage, grab, um, like, big posters, like uh, cutouts, Um, they'll grab cases, and they'll grab whatever they can, because GameStops uh, throws out a shit ton of stuff all the time. And uh, what what he said um, his aerial manager told them that they had to do... And they do this not only for newer games, but also for the retro. Is when somebody brings it in, they don't they don't test them on the spot. So like if you they went in them like
1: four hours later,
3: yeah, it's like if you if you went in with you, you found a whole bunch of Super Nintendo shit, you went there. They're like, yeah, here we'll give you thirty bucks or fifty dollar store credit. They'll take it. They don't have a Super Nintendo hooked up. They're, they're not going to do any of that stuff. Some stores do it, and then sometimes they have to send it out to like a warehouse. And then they do all the testing there. And then they ship the games out to the different stores that they need the games. So um, they uh, what they do for the retro stuff that really pissed off the retro community is when they get the retro games, they'll test them. If they don't work, they throw them out. So they just assume that they're broken, right? Because it's like a Nintendo, Super Nintendo. But I'll, nine times out of ten, actually 98 times out of 100, they just need to be cleaned. So you just need to clean the, you see it all the you time contact, when Adam's go, over and we're rubbing like alcohol trying to, or whatever. rubbing alcohol, you know, yeah, there, sometimes yeah. you have to open the game up on an extreme yeah. case, but a lot of times just rubbing alcohol and whatever. Also, they don't check the boards to see if they are repos or not. So what a lot of What's people, uh, reproduction carts.
1: Are those like, Fakes. Uh, Fakes. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. bootleg, bootleg bootlegs. Okay,
3: so um, so what what a lot of people were doing is they're ordering a bunch of games on the Chinese market, bringing them in that look very similar to the real thing. Like to 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 a to a retro collector, you're gonna know it's a bootleg just by looking at the label. Yeah, Pokemon
1: cartridges that'll just say game the, the versus Pokemon, Game Boy. Exa-
3: exactly. Exactly. Uh, but you know, regular Joes at GameStop that don't give a fuck about they their job, notice. that don't care. They just they just take them. So people will spend you know, $2 on a $30 game, they'll trade it into games, uh, GameStop. Then GameStop will sell it like it's like it's an original because they're not, they're not looking to see. Oh, so people so are buying, yet. people are buying repos from GameStop. Uh, also what a lot of people are doing is they're buying legit copies and then they're switching out the boards and they're basically stealing the games and then they're returning the games, telling them that they don't work. Then when they don't work, they don't even check. So when, whenever there's a refund, this is what the guy was saying. Whenever there is a refund for a retro video game, because it wasn't disc-based, where they just throw it in at the store to see if it's working, they check. They, they literally just destroy them. So they just, they they take the game, and they he said... The, the aerial manager legitimately told them you have to destroy the stuff. You can't even just put it in the garbage. It's like working at a restaurant. And at the end of the, at the end of the day, there's a whole bunch of, of food left. You, you can't, can't it take it home. You have to throw it out. Like the, because then the, 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 the people think that you're purposely overcooking to take stuff home, right? Cause then it's like stealing. So even if there's food at the end of a shift, you, you physically have to throw it out. Nobody can take it home. It's the same That's thing with the retro up. stuff. So the retro community is losing their mind because the games are already rare. Right. And and people there's only so so much of this shit out there and GameStop doesn't care. So they'll literally take a hammer and they'll smash the the, oh. the 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 carts. They'll just break them and they'll throw them in the garbage. So people are just fucking losing their mind. So when this article came out, it was like all over Reddit and stuff. And then there was like I was watching some podcasts about it. Uh, people were starting to go crazy. And then Game GameStop was under a whole lot of heat. Uh, about what was going on, and then also um, when you order stuff, because you can order retro games online on GameStop yep. as well. So like what? The old what DS some games are huge for that. So what? What they also some stores are doing now. Not all of them. It's like a crapshoot. What some stores are doing, and this guy in particular, is when people go in, they trade in. Imagine going in and trading in twenty box games, of Super Nintendo. You found it. You're like, yeah, fuck it. They give you the same amount of money for a boxed, complete in box game as just a uh, just a cartridge. just a cart they don't care but also what they do to save inventory space is they throw out all the boxes oh why so so the cart oh. the the manual and the box they'll oh my throw God. they'll destroy and they'll throw out in the garbage because it takes up too much space oh same my with God. uh same with like a lot of uh Nintendo uh 3DS games um they'll they'll only keep the The game, they'll throw out the, they'll smash the, uh, the 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 casing and and stuff because it's taking up too much too much inventory. It's like the kid who
1: buys that collectible action figure and then instantly busts it out of the packaging. Yeah, so because they
3: don't care. Now they're now since people found out they were doing that, GameStop apparently, when you're buying it online, sometimes you get a complete in box game. They don't tell you. So it, depending on what store it came from, what branch... you how lucky you are, yeah. You, you, you can you hit the jackpot. So, like, some people will buy some rare games on GameStop on the website just to see if they get lucky that it comes with the box and manual. And if not, they'll go and return it back to GameStop, and then GameStop will destroy the game if they tell them that it doesn't work. So, yeah. So I, I was just reading up all this shit about what GameStop was doing. The retro community world fucking hates them. Like, legit. <laughs> like, literally wants to kill GameStop. Like, it's... Basically, sending your games to die at GameStop. When I went, yeah, because it's like
1: I, I've had generally good experiences with them, so but not on the retro side. Like when I went to trade in my Xbox One and everything, I was just sick of it. I went with my Xbox One three sixty all the games, and I went to trade it in. I was going to get a PS four. I got an okay amount of money, but what happened was the guy was like, "Look, I'll cut you a deal if you get like if you buy three like new in box games." okay i'll give you a better deal on the ps4 he's like i have an open box ps4 that ps4 pro that was just returned and we haven't put it into the system yet we'll give you the full trade-in plus you know you know you if you buy the three new inbox games and you know sign up for the membership and you know you'll you'll walk out of here with it for like 200 bucks i'm next like
3: okay yeah, game, it has longer. its purposes. Like they there have are some times, deals, like but at the same time, yeah. When they, I they when I buy out big collections and stuff, I'll take like a lot of my PS3. Like, I traded in like ninety PS3 stuff, games, yeah. and I got like a few hundred bucks, which you would never really get anywhere else. Like especially with Wii, like if you have uh, uh, Mario World uh, for the Wii, the Mario Bros. Newer or big title stuff, you'll usually yeah, get a like Mario feedback. Kart and stuff. They'll give you like 20, 25 bucks for those hot sellers, even on the regular Wii, because they sell. So my, old school,
1: my old school 360 games got me a decent clip too. I was surprised. My Xbox One games were okay, but the 360 ones, some of them gave me like like my Halo one. My Halo copies got me pretty good, pretty good returns. Yeah. So anyway, I just want to yeah. throw that in there. Just yeah, that's
0: not. I mean, from, it's what, not, I, from what I heard, it's not stuff. shocking. It's shit for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, just it's it's weird. It's weird to me that. Well, I guess it's not I, I I don't know I mean I guess GameStop is in like this really shitty situation where i'm I'm going to assume that financially speaking, they have been on the ropes now for a really long that time
1: think why and, so, and so
0: and uh, so like you know I guess in a perfect world when they start receiving these retro games, I guess the two options that are available to them are one, just don't take them anymore. But then they act as a source of revenue that they desperately fucking need. And two, uh, they come up with a better program for how to deal with, with retro games, with the boxes and everything else and the and the controllers and the systems or whatever they're going to try and sell. But that takes money that they probably don't have. So, like, I, I, I could... It is super shitty. And, like, you'd almost want them to just not take the games and be like, guys, just go take your retro shit to local stores or other places that are going to keep, you know, the boxes and everything together, or, or do just don't bring them here. But uh, I'm guessing that they were, they were, are, and will continue to clamor for revenue in any place that they could possibly get it. <laughs> yeah. Especially since they've just fired basically their entire administrative... You know hey current the current person who took over is
1: one of the actual original co founders of the company and chairman of the board, so he took over as CEO for now oh my <laughs> until Lord. they figure out what to do yeah like, I, know, I, don't, like, I was not wanting to do this, but
0: apparently, I guess I have to. I don't envy anyone that has to try and take over that position because that company oh has been uh i mean you walk into the store and they pretty much converted it into. Uh, they have a like bunch cell phones of, and shit now. Yeah, like here's a bunch of random assorted, you know, video game related stuff, and then oh yeah, we still kind of carry video games if you come here. Uh so you know, there's that. Welcome to GameSpot. Or GameStop, I should say. Um Yeah. Uh with that being said, and there is a segue here, um, and that all originally spun out of uh of selling off some some older stuff. Nintendo Axe's Officially, the Virtual Console, that is never coming to the Switch. Period.
1: Full stop. Now, axe shut off or axe never coming to Switch. Those are different things.
0: Never coming to Switch. Um, but we so don't I got that shit we, on my 3DS. We don't know how far the dong reaches yet. We just we don't uh. we don't know how how far reaching it is. Um, at this time, but we we might maybe have some ideas based on some other plays that they made uh, this week. So, uh, Virtual Console is just not coming to the Switch. Mostly because Nintendo hates making the easiest money. They have to do it in the most obtuse fucking random ways possible. They have to reinvent the wheel, and then they feel good about it. They're like, okay, we made our money by creating this hybrid console... But fuck putting the virtual console Adam, on it, which would be like the Adam, easiest choice ever.
1: Each of these steps is folding the steel, okay? They have to fold <laughs> the steel every time.
0: Glorious, glorious Nippon steel, huh? Nippon uh, software. They had to fold on the software. code. Fold the code. So they, uh, so they, they basically asked that. So that what's what's the replacement that you're going to get on the switch? Is that if you sign up for and and take part in what I think is live as of maybe today or it's close to. Being a thing anyway, as their online service is no longer free, you're in the pay. You're in the pay to pay to 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 play service uh, now uh, or or shortly, and it's like it's it's pretty cheap. I mean, in Canada, I think it's thirty bucks. In the states, twenty bucks or something like that. Um, And the idea is for the older games is that they have selected games, uh, and they've they've added things. Like online multiplayer or whatever to them, uh, you know, sprucing them up, whatever, doing whatever the fuck they want to do to these retro games and making them available to those who pay for their service. And that's about it. Uh, Understandably, that is a much shorter list uh, than what was previously available and certainly not what a lot of people uh, were hoping for when it came to uh, Wii U or 3DS owners whereby many people were hoping, uh, since they've dumped a shitload of money into, uh, virtual games on the, uh, the virtual console, maybe Nintendo would perpetuate the service on the Switch, and they could transfer or be able to access the games they've already paid for, uh, on the Switch, because, honest to God, that just makes fucking sense. Uh, but, unfortunately, that's not happening, uh, so get fucked. For all of you that have paid a good chunk of change for things on the Virtual Console, uh, hold on to your shit, and hope that they don't shut that down, or, or whatever. Or if you, or if they do shut it down, make sure that you download all of your games now. And then leave it on the hard drive. That's a good idea. You you should, you should do that now. Because, uh, they might do something like this. Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Coming out for the Switch. It's another one of those, uh, made for Wii U, oh shit, we don't have any games on the Switch, let's bring in over, titles. And, uh, they removed it just days before, I think like a week or so, the release on the Switch, and by the way, on the Switch it's a full-price game. So here in Canada it will be $499. In the States it will be $59. Uh, (laughs) and, uh uh is but it's a full price game so it's a it's a full you know full shebang not really anything added to it like I, I think there was like an easy mode or some stupid whatever something they tacked on to make it seem like it was totally worth spending full price for a game that came out in 2014 that's been available on the Wii since then on the Wii U uh online store they removed it like 7 days before <laughs> You know why? Because it was twenty bucks on the Wii U store, which is a lot less than the four hundred and ninety nine Canadian uh, that they're going to be charging for the Switch version. So they want to make sure that if you don't already own this fucking game, uh, and it's out of print as well. In case you're wondering, oh. physically speaking, uh, they they to my knowledge they halted print on on that game because uh, again, 2014 here. Uh, the only way that they want want you to own this game is if you own it on the Switch and you pay. Full motherfucking price for that bad boy. So if if this is an indication of how Nintendo is going to play their cards folding with the Switch, the code. they're yes, they're folding the code many times. Uh, they're getting rid of what they consider impurities, and by impurities, I mean uh, yeah, uh, consumer-friendly practices. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, what <the> is. <laughs> It's re- it's it's it's. This is probably. I mean. Here's here's my here's my issue with this is that I mean I'm never going to play Tropical Freeze. I get zero fucks about Tropical Freeze. It was a good game. It re, it was rated very well when it came out, critically well taken. It sold pretty well on the on the Wii U just, you know, whatever. Here's the here's the issue. Everywhere I went when this information was released, the Nintendo fanboyism was fucking real. Oh, if yeah, I saw if, that if if EA yeah. did this or if uh, Bethesda did this, or if Bioware did this, or if Activ- fucking Activision did this shit, or literally anyone else—Microsoft, Sony, anyone—did anyone anything like this? They would be hung out to dry. The internet would would find the largest cactus possible and and do the do the do. But with Nintendo. It was, oh, this is just business. You can't expect them, you know, to just, you know, to not be doing this shit. It's just business. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be it, it's okay. And just let let the shit go. Now, I'm not saying that people need to go out and like boycott games, do whatever the, you know, hippie ass, tree-hugging shit for video games. I'm not saying you need to do that. But at least in a in a in a world where in the in in this industry where v- people being vocal on social media in negative ways has pretty dramatically changed some of the biggest titles um, to come out this gener- generation because of companies doing some really stupid shit. Just hold Nintendo's feet to the fire for once. Stop stop. Well, holding them like the a thing, child.
3: I think what it is is is. Nintendo Nintendo is Nintendo is the Disney of video games, right? And there's there's when when you're a family friendly uh console or you're a family friendly movie uh, or 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 production or company, the type of consumer that you have, and the type of, um, the way you do business and the way you're perceived is different than some other companies that do it. Nintendo gets a pass a lot of the time is because they have purebred fanboys, and it's, you know, there will be people that'll complain, there'll be a few, but it's going to be so minute in comparison that, it doesn't really matter ea um or or you know really any other company fuck sony so uh, like anyone i mean <laughs> i mean any, anybody that you can think of they it's not saying that they're bad companies but they've all had really big missteps and they're and at at certain points where they got caught doing something or um you know there's there's controversy around What's going on? Nintendo has always kind of remained in its own bubble. And and let, the, let these juggernauts, let Microsoft and Sony battle it out. And Nintendo is going, you know what? We're going to stick to our thing. We might not be selling as much, but we got the diehards. And we're, we're, we're cooking so we, nobody understands why we do business the way we do. Why why are we axing these things when it doesn't need to be axed? <laughs> why, why is there not enough minis being sold or being produced? Why are you doing all these things? And the reality of it is, is as crazy as is their madness is, it works for Nintendo. Because the moment that they start doing the things that other companies are doing, they start to get put into that pool. And they want to stay far away from that as humanly possible. It's like that kid on the neighborhood. They want to do their own thing
1: all the time. That does,
3: yeah, that, that, that's, that, they got all the kids outside hanging out. Then you've got that, that fucking kid that never comes out with anybody doing their own thing. Kind of fucking weird. You call them weird because you don't understand them. But, but really they're in their house, like studying their ass off, like, uh, uh, they're they're like a an underground fucking champion ping pong player. They're a fucking they're they're god tier at piano. They're like they're getting ready to get their doctorate. Like you don't know what the, they're fucking. You don't know what the hell's going on in there. But they they're cooking something. They know what they're doing. They don't care about the noise. They don't I like care about how you it. went just... with
0: every Asian stereotype that you could have possibly fucking yeah, come up with. Yeah, you know you gotta do what you gotta do, right? They're
3: good at <laughs> math. You know what Ow. I'm saying? Um, you know, they're bad drivers, but who cares? You don't need to be a good at driving. But you know what I'm saying? That's Nintendo. And Nintendo gets away with doing these things because everybody's used to Nintendo doing these things. Where it's just like, you know what? At well, least Bethesda
0: gets away with it too like this. Bethesda is, is like all their to games are broken as broken shit. And everybody's an like, it's
3: Bethesda. It's a feature. <laughs> to, to an extent, Bethesda does. And to an extent, Final Fantasy it gets away with a lot of murder. Yeah, I guess. But the, but the reality of it is, is Nintendo has just kind of always done what they've done. And and I don't know how many episodes of the podcast we've had where you've gone in deep on Nintendo for just doing some of the most ridiculous shit <laughs> known to man. They just continue to keep doing it. And just Whoa. when you think they're out, when yeah. you think that they fucked up, when you're just like, you're fucking stupid, man. You're getting shit on. They come out with the Switch and they just fucking just run the game again. It's just like they they're they're just they're owning this whole space again. And they had no games. They had nothing going for them. But yet their consoles still sell like motherfucker. Hell, I was on here shitting on the Wii every week, wanting to kill myself, because all I want to do <laughs> is talk about Nintendo Switch. Sorry. And Look at me. I've got a Nintendo Switch in my bedroom on my nightstand that I play on a regular basis. The only thing that I play uh outside yeah, of like so work. Streaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
3: It's 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 crazy because whatever it works whatever method they, do. That they do and I don't agree with all of it. I really don't. But it's working. So you know, whatever, know what that method is, Jeff? It's madness. That's what no, it no, is. no, it's not madness. Their shit's just fun.
2: It
0: is.
3: And, and well, it's their titles, their IPs, <laughs> their You're a different you're a different
0: criteria no, no, for judging their shit, things. No, like. their shit's their shit is fun. I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and say that Nintendo games are bad for fuck's sake. Nintendo no, they're games not, are they're good. Are they're not bad games. Yeah, like Mario is
1: just yeah, simple quality. fun. No, yeah, There's the it's, thing it's, I said there's, there's nothing I
0: don't have yeah. anything against the games at all. I mean it, it's Nintendo, just how they're doing Nintendo things. Nintendo games is it's great. Uh uh and it's not even how Nintendo is doing things. It's how it's how it, it's how people tend to react to it. I mean, people did negatively react to the Wii U in that it just didn't sell worth a shit. Like they sold next to zero Wii. They U's.
3: overcomplicated the Wii U. It's like you know the Wii sold really well because it was the Wii and and it was it was just a different they didn't time differenti- back then. They didn't differentiate the
0: Wii U from the Wii like
3: whatsoever. Well, that's the problem. And that's the so, problem. Like, it just, and people, it just, nobody. People cared. that own the Wii is like, why would I get? Why would I buy the Wii? Why yeah. would I buy the Wii U? When I can play 90% of the big titles on the Wii U right on the Wii, and the Wii U is just more uh, gizmos and gadgets and fucking, you got a tub of different uh, add-ons and shit and putting yeah. batteries and things and cords and wires, it's it's an absolute gong show. And that was when I think they go, you know what, let's take the Wii U thing and turn it into the Switch, which is pretty much what, the Switch is pretty much a Wii U uh, screen yeah, uh, yeah. thing, but but just made a lot better. It was like it, it was almost like a, a whole another concept of the Wii U that actually works, and it was just like the, it, we were just ready for it. But the 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 thing is, is Nintendo, you're you're not a you're not their demographic, right? I'm not the, really their demographic. Like, sure, we'll play their games, sure we'll 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 do it, but complaining about their practices on the way, like with the store and shit. There, there's nobody out there with tiki torches yelling at Nintendo <laughs> about about what they're doing. No, that's what I'm because saying. Because you know yeah, what? That's they're what I'm gonna saying. buy. They're gonna buy this fucking Donkey no matter, Kong but. game yeah, on exactly. the goddamn Switch. Yes. It don't matter. That's, $499, that's what i Four hundred ninety nine dollars, and and I know it makes you salty. And you're going, people, wake up! Look what just, they're doing. Wake up! Just, just, up. But, just at least say don't something care. negative. Don't be like,
0: oh, I can't wait to spend seventy dollars on a game I've already bought. And the reality bought. of it is. Is they
3: can't wait. They're going, oh, fuck, that's awesome. Yeah. I I love the Donkey Kong thingy. That was awesome. (laughs) I haven't played this in four years. I could have played it on the (laughs) Switch. And I already own three copies of it. I got one digital. (laughs) I got one on the Wii U. I got another one on my 3DS or some shit. Give me a fourth one and charge me double. Yeah. I'll it's take cra- it. Does it, it come with an Amiibo? Can piss- I get an Amiibo? It pisses can I get, me, it pisses can I get me one for 70 bucks? It pisses That's me Nintendo. off because
0: it just, because Nintendo, like I like, I They're like, I get your analogy before. Nintendo is more of the guy that or, or the girl and you're in high school or whatever, or listen anything in life. And, you, and and so at the office space or at school, university, whatever, and there's always this one or two people, guy or girl, whatever you want to, whatever you want to apply this to. And, and no matter what they do, they just succeed at it, even though they fucking suck at it. Just fucking mm. blow ass. But it doesn't matter. Those people they, that fail up. They stumble, they just, they're just constantly face for effort. just Good every job. time. And they get through and, 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 but they somehow get to the very top. It's like you just magically, there's, there's some force guiding their ass through life that just gets them like by. And they're doing Nothing. And they know that they're not doing anything. It just happens. And then everyone rallies around them. They're like, yay, yeah, whoa, yeah. yay! That's Nintendo. Nintendo's just, like, fucking just... We don't really know what we're doing. We just come up with some crazy shit. And then we just kind of fumble through it. But it doesn't matter because everyone's going to rally around us anyway. And we're well, going to be fine. It's, it's just it's like... Just, and we're going
3: to talk about this a little bit later on. It's just like what how Disney is, right? With Marvel. And it doesn't matter really what rules you break, right? Movie rules or, or formula in a movie or or uh, what characters you may or may not kill off or or whatever you want to do, right? <laughs> the, you know, you, you look at something like Star Wars where Star Wars is Microsoft or Sony where if you fuck up, we're going to tell you you fucked up because the type of people that are buying your shit got opinions and they, they're not brainwashed, and they're not in this magical world of Disney where it's all Mickey and woohoo, hoo or, or like, you know, we're not in this Mario land where it's like, it's a me, a Mario, and everyone's having fun, and it's like, yeah, I'll take Mario Kart 8 for the fourth time. Why not? You know? Put a deluxe on there. Put some shrimp on the bobby. We're getting Hyrule we Warriors
0: get- for like the fourth time,
3: too. It's That's just the the endless. That's is Nintendo can get away with it because they are so smart with how they've conditioned their consumer to a point where they are going to buy whatever is slapped in front of them as long as it's one of the main IPs zelda mario donkey kong uh you know any 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 of those type of smash bros any of those types of of things and they're all I- intertwined i mean star fox any of them people are going to just buy it because they've been conditioned since birth that it's it's just the thing. It's like being mad at, at Disney. You don't go you don't go to Disney people that are in Disney World, dude, because I looked up, this is true, this is facts. Before Kale and I went to uh Dominican Republic there a couple months ago or whatever, we were gonna go to Disney. All right. We always wanted to go to Disney. I've never been to Disney, and I'm not even like a big Disney guy. It's just one of those bucket list things that you wanna just do. It's like, yeah, you know what? We'll go to Disney for four days, we'll do Universal for two days. It's great. So what I did is I went down this deep, dark rabbit hole of <laughs> things, things to do in Disney. Um, how to prepare, because it, it is a massive ordeal for anybody that's listening probably understands that Disney isn't something that you wing. You don't just buy Disney tickets, get your flights, show up, and have fun. This is like a mass this is a vacation on vacation. This is like you're planning everything. You're planning your buses. If you're not staying on 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 Disney, if you're staying at Disney, you got to know when to get up. You got to know uh, what parks you're visiting. You got to know what <laughs> speed passes to get. You got to know what oh tickets, where to show yeah. up, where to eat, when to eat, uh, how much things are. If you're on a certain budget, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to know what supplies to bring with you. You got to everything. I mean, I'm telling you, dude, it was it's daunting. But one thing that I have learned from all of my research. And this, this is, this breaks down Nintendo so perfectly because once again, Nintendo is Disney just in a different way, the way they've conditioned our consumers. Every YouTube video that I've watched everyone. And I mean, there is no exception. There's not one. And I'm telling you, if y'all want to call me out on this, you go right on YouTube and after the podcast or during it, I don't give a shit. Pause this, go there Type in, you know, top Dis, top ten Disney rides, top ten Disney uh, eats, things to do in Disney, anything to do with Disney. Okay, there's one thing that connects all of them, and that is the type of people that go to Disney, and all of them, all of them. There's no exception. Every single one of them that I've seen, they are all bibbly bobbity. <laughs> we're going to Disney. Oh, oh, it's so much fun. Oh, I have
1: so many friends like that.
3: Oh, we went to the Mickey Mouse house, and it's and and like they're they're they you're almost thinking that they're fucking retarded. You're like, what the fuck kind of weird? Like, I understand this is your thing, like, I understand that this is, but they are like, they I'm telling you, dude, if they breathe, eat, sleep, shit, fuck Disney, they would give Disney their last fucking dollar. I'm telling you, hard ass working people, nine to five, barely making ends meet, but they will scrounge and scrape. They won't save up to buy a pair of sneakers, but they will they will save every fucking cent to go to, to Disney. Go to Disney. They will budget like a motherfucker. They will have it. I'm telling you, dude, they're all conditioned. Every one of them. There is no exception. They're all like this, this uppity, you know, um, spends way too much time in the house watching Disney movies. spends uh, You know, all the cosplay, Halloween shit, Disney stuff in the background, like fucking Mickey Mouse shit on the walls. Uh, you know, if they turn on their cell phone, they've got Mickey Mouse in the background. Fuck their kids. It's like Mickey Mouse. It's a way of life they are, for them. They are completely in it's a way of it, life. It's it's is a way of life, and and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's what it's if the, they're it's, happy. Oh. They're yeah. beyond happy, dude. They're fucking yeah. happier than I am. <laughs> I I, I watch the videos hating my own life. I'm like, why are these people <laughs> why so can't fucking I be happy? That happy? Yeah, they're why so can't I be happy? Dude, they're so happy to even talk about it to help you have a good time at Disney. They're fucking. They're they want you to experience what they've experienced because it's like it's just in their soul. It's in their lifeblood, and and it's the beautiful thing of marketing it. that Disney has done. And this is. This doesn't happen overnight. This is like generations of of, of, of families, and that's what Nintendo have, is. Nintendo did the same thing. As a kid, me just remembering my first console ever, the the Super Nintendo, the getting it for Christmas. I'm telling you, it, it's it's. Uh, this is why they get. This is why they can do these things. Is because th- at the end of the day. They yeah sure Nintendo people can get disappointed at certain things but they forget really fast and all they want to do is they just want more and more content Disney is is Nintendo and Nintendo is Disney they use the same formula it's the perfect type of brainwashing um where 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 you, you can do no wrong you can do no wrong that's what it is but is but did Nintendo really do that intentionally? Because if they
0: did it intentionally, would the Wii U have been such a fucking failure? I feel like Nintendo they have that because Look, Nintendo not Nintendo has been like a part of of the gaming community's life since well, I mean since the Atari crash in what eighty three or whatever. So like Nintendo is the grandfather and it's raised now generations of of kids. Whereas Sony and Microsoft only got into the game. You know, in the 2000s, they they just they were late to the party, right? Uh, you know, there was Nintendo, and then eventually Sega entered the market. They didn't last very long, and then he, now here we are. So Nintendo is like three generations deep, and uh, and so I feel and and I I think here's my thing with the formula is is. They might, they might, to a degree, intentionally do some of this stuff, but I think it's more about the fact that they have just controlled their own product and not let it get outside of their own gates for so long. They're in this walled garden uh, type deal where... Uh, nothing gets in, nothing gets out, it's, it's Nintendo lives on Nintendo, their properties live on Nintendo, yeah, we might let in four or five hundred vaporware shit-fest games onto the <laughs> console, but our games, they don't go anywhere, they are only here, you can only get them here, and they're good fucking games, it doesn't matter how shit the system is, or how crap the rest of the titles are on the system, if they can pound out four or five <laughs> Nintendo first party games which you've already listed the major, major ones here mario zelda donkey kong uh you could probably uh, throw bros. in uh, uh uh well smash bros sure so you've got but pikmin animal crossing i'm thinking you know, of samus uh metroid prime like metroid, you you yeah. you like there's an they easy five a lot five. of more properties than the people know about yeah like there's an easy five th- that will sell a console right do you get that locked it. It doesn't matter what else the console does. It just doesn't matter anymore. As long as they've got that shit. With the Wii U, its only major failing is, in my estimation, was that it didn't differentiate itself from the Wii enough for the parents to go and buy that shit. Because in the Nintendo's and market, the games were available on exactly, on the Wii. exactly ninety
3: eight percent of them. Which is you what we're seeing.
0: Which is what we're seeing with the Switch, and 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 the Wii U. But they're they're basically just cannibalizing the Wii U. It's like it's like they want to forget the Wii U ever happened. They don't they don't want it it's like in the annals of history. Nintendo doesn't want people to remember that the Wii U ever happened. They just want to see well, they the Wii won't. and then yeah. the Switch. They don't want nobody wants to remember the Wii U. It's like the Neo Geo. Like nobody wants to fucking remember it. Just it happened. Yeah, it was there. But fuck it. Don't think about it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got their fails. It happens. Yeah, we're gonna bring out all the games and slap them onto onto the onto the Switch because you know. Here's- while the
3: Wii U was failing... The 3DS was crushing, right? So oh, it's exactly. Like they always, the 3DS has always been crushing. The 3DS always been Their
0: bread and butter, right, has always been their handhelds because people have tried to get into the market and run alongside them and ain't nobody coming fucking close.
3: Well, that's kind of like what the Wii U was trying to do is they were trying to do what the Switch has done where they're trying to be a console and also a handheld well, that's, device the, the Wii as well. You, but the it was Wii still locked was into the weird, living room at that time. It was, yeah. but still, you, you could it was see that the, like the
1: tech wasn't there yet to it yeah, it only really started like the tech to be able to do console level stuff in like a portable form factor only really recently. Like, yeah, the PSP you can argue,
3: but even then, like, yeah, to do it, it wasn't, it wasn't on the yeah. level that the switch is on, but anyway, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, that Nintendo, Nintendo's gonna keep doing Nintendo, they're crushing it right now, so they are. You know, (laughs) there
0: and now we get to see what comes up at E3. They don't. They're not going to like. Microsoft's not specifically at E3. Nintendo's not specifically at E3. People are just like, we're gonna do E3, but we're not gonna be there. We're just gonna gonna like across the street. Like Microsoft is literally across the street. It's just like we're gonna be there, but not technically. So we'll see what Nintendo brings. I'm sure they're gonna a bunch of stuff. Maybe we'll get honest goodness uh, names for. Some of these games coming out and not just, yeah, we have a Kirby game and we have a, a Metroid game and we have a this and we have a that. Uh, so we'll Sold. wait and see what the, they'll be fine. Sold.
1: Yeah. Um, they'll do their little treehouse thing and they'll make a killing regardless. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, probably. You know, like I know I'm right. <laughs> terrible translators and it's just like the shittiest quality production of all time. Doesn't matter. Uh, and the last one on the list here, we come to Microsoft. Microsoft's a pretty cut and dry case. Microsoft seems to be playing the long game with their shit, um, and I guess they kind of have to because when the when this generation first started, they started so far back that there was no way they were going to just magically catch up to the PS4. It's just not just impossible. They they uh, you know any any chance that I can get to to shit on. Um, on, uh, what's his name? Fucking, uh, Anyway, I'm not gonna I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna give him more airtime than he needs, but anyway, he fucking, he fucked it up. Xbox was terrible. Uh, it was an, it was an NFL box for like the first year and a half. Uh, eventually, uh, they, they got off of that and now they're still paying for it, really. And, uh, their lack of exclusives are not helping them. So they've got a, um, They've got a hell of a, 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 a of a next couple of years ahead of them. I have. I went from thinking that the Xbox One X was going to be it for a considerable period of time to thinking that we're not that far out from a another generation of consoles altogether from Sony and Microsoft. Um, and I say that because I, I, this is how I feel it's going to go. One of two things are going to happen. Microsoft is going to show up at, at E3 across the street. Uh, and they're going to have their their press conference, and they're going to have multiple first party exclusive titles that are going to release inside of two years. At least three that are console selling games, whether they're sequels or not doesn't matter. We're talking Halo Six, we're talking Fable Four. We're talking, um, I, I don't even know where, where else you go from there. Maybe a new IP, some shit, pull, pull something out of the graveyard. I don't know, but they need, right. <laughs> they need they need, at least three. If they don't have three, I think, if they don't, if, uh, they won't announce it this year, I think if they don't have three, next E3, we're hearing about the next Xbox coming. Because, I think we're
3: going to hear about it next year anyway. I think yeah, because
0: they don't have anything. There's no yeah. reason to own... An Xbox One right now, uh, let alone an Xbox <laughs> One X, outside of a couple of games, especially because they're putting everything on the PC as well. Um, and I'm waiting uh, for the Xbox Ocho Cinco. Yeah, they're in a really weird. They're in a really weird position, but they are playing the long game because they are doing this whole hitting the PC and console market simultaneously. I don't necessarily think it's the worst move in the world. I don't think that they're going to... I I don't know how well it's going to work until we see it actually be a bit more successful in terms of execution because there hasn't really been that many games because uh, they tend to have to be first party for them to put it on the PC and Xbox and they just don't have any first party games. So we don't really know how that's going to play out. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I don't know what what it is, but um, for me personally, uh, to 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 feel like Microsoft isn't you know completely bombing this entire generation despite the fact that they're light years ahead of where they were from where they started uh is that this e3 needs to just and i've said this before they they, they need to literally just smash this shit they need celine dion they need they need fucking they need
3: celine dion yeah they, but i mean they, Adam, they, Adam, they, realistically they
0: need everyone to show
1: up at this thing. if you blow up on the launch pad the first time around if you get a 100 feet off the second time around you're, you're, yeah, you're infinitely further ahead than you were, but you're still only a hundred feet off the ground. Like, they're going well, yeah. to do something uh, well, fucking big. Well, I mean,
0: well, it's better, I mean, uh, if the two options, if the two options for Microsoft were, uh, keep, um, keep the original he head of Xbox, Don oh, Matrick, that's Matrix. his name, okay? Jesus Christ. So is there two options in Zynga, are, too. you know, keep Don Matrick and see how many shades of NFL TV he could get crammed onto the Xbox and, and, and... Uh, And inevitably, likely keep the Kinect as a mandatory add-on in consoles. Just jack the price up $100 for no benefit to anyone whatsoever. Uh, Or change to what they have now with Phil Spencer, who has tried his best, given probably the funds and time that he has available to him, to put Xbox in more of a games-first mentality... Um, because I don't, I think people can under, I think some people underestimate just how damaging the first year of the Xbox one was for Microsoft's oh God, game division. Was devastating. It was at, like from a brand perspective and from just a monetary perspective, dude. They I fucked was, it so
1: hard. I was the biggest X-boy fa- Xbox fanboy. X boy. That's the new <laughs> IP coming yeah. to C three X boy. Yeah, X-boy. Like, I was the huge. <laughs> like I've been, I've been all over it since the original Xbox, Xbox three sixty, you know, Xbox One. I was all over it, mm. and Xbox One. Just destroyed all of that goodwill. He like Jeff was here when I like I, I played it once or twice when Jeff was here while he was streaming, and it just sold. It. I, <laughs> I nev- no, I never played it, and finally, for some reason or another, something happened. I think it was Master Chief Collection came out, and it was like super buggy, and I was so pissed, <laughs> so mad that I actually like spent the two hours like. Breaking it all out of my entertainment center, unwiring everything, (laughs) bundling that shit all up, putting it into bags and walking it over to the GameStop that's like three blocks away. Give me (laughs) $5. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm getting me a PS4 Pro. Yep. Like I I completely jumped ship. Like not just like I'm done with consoles. No, I'm going to the other side.
0: It was like, really, it is really bad, and they're still paying for it now. And yeah. and it is a lot better than it was. And honest to God, I think that when the Xbox One... not getting me for another generation or two. I'm not going to go back. I got a PS4
1: Pro. I'm going to wait until that wears out before I make a decision again.
0: It's going gonna, it's gonna to require first-party titles, I think, because yeah. we, we were in this segment where um, I think first-party titles didn't matter too much. And now I think for people to buy consoles, all of a sudden first-party title party titles are becoming a little bit more... Um, important again, uh, you know. For whatever reason, I could sit here and just try and guess at that, for, but I mean, you know, what's about a why. It's
3: it's it, it's there, There's the problem is is a lot of these games come on multiple consoles. So what differentiates themselves are yeah. their their IPs, the ones that are it's
0: it's their services and it's their it's their <laughs> first party titles that you can only get there. Those are the yeah. only differentiating factors outside of raw hardware power, which this generation kind of did favor the PS4 because the Xbox One originally was so weak that it was getting crushed by the PS4 to the point where if somebody's playing Call of Duty, they're getting a demonstrably better experience on the PS4 than they were in the Xbox One, which wasn't necessarily the case in the Xbox 360 (laughs) and PS3 era. They were... Pretty damn close. I mean, the PS3 might edge it out here and there. Then the longer it went on, the better people got with the Xbox 360s. Hardware games were basically parody or better. Um, but we haven't seen that uh, this generation. It's been pretty much a crapshoot the whole the whole way. So, yeah, we'll see what Microsoft uh, brings. I, I had, uh, I don't know if you saw this uh, this tweet I put out uh, a few days ago, but I had, uh, I'm I, you know, digging out all my shit, I found my HD DVD player and uh oh the xbox the xbox add-on hd dvd player and a few of my hd dvds that i had from back in the day and i i I was like you know what just for shits let's see i've got this really fancy tv i didn't have when i first bought this hd dvd player let's see what the what the honest to god quality difference is between the hd dvd and the blu-rays that i've got and so i've you know i plugged it all in and i had my 360 that, i that i brought out for it and uh you know, the time in, they sure. were like All those
1: DivX players and stuff too, right? Yeah,
0: sure. Shit, it worked. Uh, you know, no issues whatsoever. Worked flawlessly, and um, uh, it looked good. We watched we watched King Kong, which was which is not a bad movie uh, by any stretch. It's probably the longest movie that I've watched in the last like six months. Shit and was over three hours. Um, the Jack Black one.
3: Jack Black one.
0: Uh, and it looked, like you know, it looked even... it looked good. You could tell it wasn't Blu-ray. Uh, and there was reasons for that, but it looked, it, you know, it it looked good. The chief reasons being HD DVD was dual layer and had a smaller uh, media storage size than Blu-ray did, so the bitrate was lower. So you just fiz- you could not, if you wanted to, have it be uh, equivalent, despite the fact they used largely the same codecs for for encoding and uh, and whatnot. Same audio, everything else is pretty much bang on. But yeah, they they kind of lost that out for a good reason. PS3 notwithstanding, probably the reason Blu-ray one was the PS3. But Xbox with the 360 smashed it hard. I mean, if anyone's asking... like if, if Somebody in chat was saying, honest question, how is Microsoft even considered um, to be uh, a competitor in the console wars? Okay. The Xbox came out of of like a just just appeared on the scene I still remember when it happened Jeff I don't know how much you remember uh, but there was a green flyer that showed up from GameSpot or GameStop I can't always want to say GameSpot and it had the Xbox deal that was gonna be at EB Games and it was uh, and I had it and it was I remember looking at it and I remember all the 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 hype around the fact that it was gonna be graphically so fucking powerful and shit and everyone at the time was thinking why is Microsoft trying to get in on this game? Microsoft's a bunch of old sweaty white men trying to freaking get into this this young hip market and they came out and they had fire first party titles that sold a lot more Xboxes than people thought it was going to happen. Then they come out with Xbox Live and changed the game. PlayStation had online, guess what PlayStation's online was compared to Xbox no, Live? It was garbage. It was garbage. garbage. Xbox Live changed the game. What you know right now in console online gaming and what has bled over to the PC market for online multiplayer, you can thank Xbox Live for that shit because it was a complete revolution. Then you got Xbox 360 came to the party, and that was a good console. If anyone ever says that the Xbox 360 was a shit console, you're high as a motherfucker, because that console was across the board Really damn good. Everything that you could possibly have wanted in a console, the Xbox 360 was it. Had great first-party titles. They started bringing in a lot more Japanese titles for people that were interested in. The only market that it failed in was Japan. They could not sell this shit in Japan. they never been able to sell Microsoft products in Japan to begin with because there's, Japan is Nintendo, Sony, until the end of time. But everywhere else in the world, it outsold Sony. It, it crushed Sony by quite a margin. This generation, Sony is massacring Microsoft on a scale of 5 to 1 or some stupid fucking number. It's just bad. Uh, and well, it's mostly because of the first of year. Because,
1: well, not even that. It's Part of it was, for the PS3, it was hard to develop on. It was very proprietary tech. There was a lot of complications behind it. Sony missed the mark on that with the PS3. Even though it was a good console, um, they kind of missed the mark on it. And when when PS4 and that gen came around, they came out swinging you guys remember that e3 conference everyone was like holy shit ps3 P, uh, play sony just absolutely shit on microsoft oh like yeah I remember. everything that people wanted sony had actually listened and you know came out with something that wasn't like we're gonna do it sony way this time they're like all right maybe we should back off sony way a little bit and do this <laughs> a little bit more realistically and and it's showing with the ps4 success like people resonated with the approach
0: yeah, I I think that, uh, I think that the, I think honest to God, that's the first party title shit that really hammered Microsoft this time around. They they were so stuck with, uh, they were so good about getting games onto the Xbox and the Xbox 360, and then the Xbox One came around. They just could not mm-hmm. get shit rolling. Um, well,
3: we'll see what they'll do. We'll see what that, we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll
0: see, we're going to see soon enough. We're going to see. We'll, we'll yeah, debate we'll, it later. We'll see for sure um that's coming up soon that's like that's a month from now i think almost exactly a Next month from month. today yep. um we're gonna get on that uh that e3 hype and uh i'll i'll be live and then if panic and jeff are available and they want to pop in and out <coughs> uh if i'll be, do it kind of like what we did last time i should be able to be in that's on basically it. it i'm just gonna run the yeah. shit and then and yeah, then people can pop like in, in the evening, and, i can do it and pop out and bada bing bada boom uh, because I'll be there for all of it. Because I'm a I'm a slave to E3, so I'll uh I'll I'll be I there do for, too. Unfortunately, I will not be able
1: to be on unless I'm home.
0: Work. Yeah, the difference is <laughs> being work. Um, yeah, a pesky little thing. It does. You know, the making money thing. Uh, all right. That's that's all I've got for games. That's all I've got, and we can move on to uh, the TV movie segment. Mister Black, would you like to hit me up with a little TV movie jingle? TV and movies. We've got Infinity War. So, full disclosure right now, it's the only thing I have written down because I have no idea how
3: long this discussion is going to be. Before we get into Infinity War, you got something else? I got something else. Okay. All right. I I binge watched Cobra Kai. Um, Uh, Oh, right. I think Panic did too. (laughs) F8. Okay. So, I was. I I I watched it the night of the podcast
1: last time. Yesterday,
3: I was fucked. I woke up in the morning and I had a headache. And I was like, why do I have a headache? Like the night before I had like two beer, which I hadn't had beer in a while, but maybe that was it. I have no idea. But pretty much the whole fucking day I had a headache. So I went to the gym, ran on a treadmill, did a workout, headache still there. Come home, uh, laid on the sofa, passed out for like two and a half hours, woke up. I was like, shit, now I'm going to be up all night. This ain't good. Still <laughs> had a headache. I was like, man, this headache ain't going away. So I was like, what am I going to do? All right, I'm going to watch uh, something on Netflix. So I'm looking around Netflix uh, I tried to find the Conor McGregor, uh, notorious thing, ended up getting a bootleg copy on, on the internet somewhere, watch that. And then I was scrolling through YouTube and then on the side, I saw the Cobra Kai thing and I was like, Oh yeah, fuck. I forgot about that. So I'm like, all right, I'll try this out. It was on YouTube red. So I, I had to use my VPN, uh, you know, pretend I was in the States and yeah. I bought it. I got a free trial version of, That's of YouTube red. So, uh, I watched the first two episodes. So for those who don't know, Cobra Kai is the like uh sequel I guess or like the aftermath of the original uh Karate Kid movies back in the YouTube day. The
1: YouTube original where they just like, so, explored what happened like 20 30 years later.
3: Yeah, so like YouTube Red YouTube Red has had a really hard time trying to figure out what it is um and and really have a place like YouTube Red is great for people that want to listen to music like uh, on on their phones, like from YouTube, and have like the app closed and shit. That's what most people are using it for. Um, if you also have it, you don't receive any ads, but the content uh, creator still gets paid. Um, and uh, so, I guess it was always kind of a weird thing, but they never had any really big, see, uh, uh, like shows. Like I know PewDiePie did a thing, and I'm sure that did reasonably well but then you know PewDiePie got axed from youtube's uh thing and haven't really found anything worth buying youtube red for and uh cobra kai started doing really really well like tens of millions of people were watching the shit well they they, did, it, they they launched it in one
1: shot it was just like they're just like here it is cobra kai boom they did like, yeah, a so marketing like, with they, it, that was it they
3: they did the first two episodes for free so you could watch the first two episodes and I highly, 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 highly suggest that if anybody out there um, watched the old Karate Kid, this is like you have to see this. Like you, it's, it's, it's not even, it's not even, it's not even for a debate. You have to go watch it. So my, my my take on it was Cobra Kai is
1: something entirely unnecessary and unneeded. But it's so worth it. (laughs) Like, oh, like it was an 80s movie that didn't need any more depth. It was what it was. And it was like, you you didn't need any more. And I didn't know I needed any more until I watched Cobra Kai. And I'm like. I enjoyed this thoroughly. Entirely yeah. unnecessary, but it was for for like the B
3: or C tier production. It was it dude, was done I, really friggin well. I can't even give it a I can't give it C tier, dude. I'm telling you right now, it was really well this done. This shit felt like an HBO show or a Netflix show. The, the, I wouldn't go the, that
1: far. Like, you oh, I'm going, it, that, I'm going. I'm okay. going that far.
3: I'm going. It it felt like Entourage. Like it felt like the level of writing, uh, uh humor. They, A lot Uh, of witiness. It 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 felt oh, the writing was just so well done. You can tell that the people that created this loved the original source material, dude. This I'm no. You know what? This show is so fucking good. It's so (laughs) fucking good. I actually am blown away by how awesome that they usually when you go and and you grab something like this, it made the source material material better. Like they. I cannot believe they pulled this off. Like I am, I am actually in shock. I watched the first two episodes, and I'm I watched the first one going, okay, that didn't suck. I wasn't completely sold on. I was like, uh, okay, I'm gonna watch the second. I watched the second episode. I'm like, I'm getting this fucking YouTube red. All right, it. Yuck. I went, I went, and I got my VPN set up. I went and got all this shit hooked up. Made a separate YouTube account. Fucking did all this stuff. Just to watch it, I ended up watching eight episodes last. I was up till three forty-five in the morning watching
1: this Dude, shit. The night of the podcast, when I said, "Oh, I just watched," I was like ten minutes into the first episode. I finished watching the entire thing that fucking night. Oh, I was up until like three it, in the morning, and I regretted so it the good. next
3: morning. But it was good. It's so good. Like there are some cheesy moments it's, for sure. It's super it's cheesy. Not, it's super tacky, but it's, it's so not well perfect, done. But it, it is, makes the original in,
1: material better.
3: It yeah. it reminded me of like. The way I felt when I used to watch, like, The O.C. or one of those type of shows where... There's this, high, there's a, there's high school drama, but it's not like super cheesy and, and makes Dude, you cringe. I a, actually you care about empathize. the characters.
1: I empathize with Johnny. I was oh like, you God. know what? Dude. When he was explaining, like, so one of the scenes is, I won't go into too much of it. He explains the events of the original movie from his side. And I I'm sitting do. there and I'm just like, you know what?
3: That motherfucker is actually Dude, right. I feel, I empathize
1: with this guy. Dude. Like I understand. Guy
3: deserves. I'm telling you, if this was a Netflix show the guy would yeah. be up for some reward uh, awards. You the, the guy character he, so well. He fucking dist- It is guy. Adam, if you watch the oh old school karate kid, <laughs> of course I you, did. I've watched dude, them many times, <laughs> dude. This show is fucking awesome. They use some it, of the old footage too. In oh such my God, way, and it in such a good way. It blends such a good way. Oh fuck. Dude. I was like, I got goosebumps on yeah. a couple of parts. The throwbacks. Like and and they treat it with so much respect. You're going. They could have. They could have just overdid it, and everything just kind of ties. There's so much you learn about a lot of these characters stuff about
1: now too, like, like culture the fucking, now. The they music's on it point. So much.
3: The 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 tournaments on point. The the relationships are on point. The, the acting's on point. The writing's so, on point. The Billy cinematography. Zabka. Everything is on point. Yo, Billy I'm Zabka gonna rewatch this bitch.
1: Yeah. Billy Zappa is so politically incorrect. It's awesome. Oh, Like my he was God. saying the way some he things treats in kids. there. And some of the things he was saying there, I'm like, no, you know what? He is right. Some people need to toughen the fuck up. Dude. And like the way, but it was like again, it was Adam. done in a tolerant way of being Adam. so PC. Adam. That was hilarious. You gotta watch it. Adam. It was
3: enjoyable. You gotta you gotta fucking watch How it. How many Adam. episodes I'm, is this It's bitch. ten episodes it's only 30 10, minutes each. 10. ten episodes. Some of them are like twenty-six minutes, some of them are like thirty-six 32. minutes. Yes. What I loved is is they they didn't have this constraint of twenty-five minute episodes. They don't do weird cuts. They don't do weird. It, the whole thing flows. There is there wasn't a single, maybe one episode where it was like a filler episode, but it didn't even, because there's one always, really filler. it didn't even feel like filler. It feels like everything that was in that movie was done with purpose, with care, and though I cannot get over the writing, how clever it is, how heartfelt it is, how fun it is. Um, just enough campiness and enough. It doesn't take uh, itself too seriously, it's even though it takes itself seriously. It's just with nostalgia. I mean, the fucking nostalgia. And it's like, you're like, at the whole time, it's like somebody, it's, it's. People showing up at your house and just raping you and you're like, I didn't ask for this rape, but I am loving it, so I wow. can't call it rape anymore. That was, I that, didn't was ask for it. <laughs> that was a death. Bo- that, that was a bold analogy. What was saying. That's I'm what like, it's like I was it's telling like, you, I was saying it earlier.
1: It's entirely unnecessary and you didn't know you wanted it. You're know, like, you got I, it.
3: I I didn't ask for this sex. What are you doing? I Wouldn't didn't ask for far. this, but shit, this is wow! You're, I didn't know
0: I wanted this. You're on your own with that analogy. I'm putting you on <laughs> an on island. <laughs> you're by yourself with that analogy. All right, you get what I'm saying. You get I, what I'm saying. Yeah, all right, okay. I'll gear it down. I'll gear, yeah, it, yeah, down. Yeah, I'll gear it down. Bring like it down. You're at like a 46. We need you at you like a nine. All right, all right. Just, all right. Yeah, but well, you get what well, I'm fine. trying I, to say I, here. I, you didn't
3: know you wanted it, man. You didn't know you wanted it. I had. to By the way,
1: you guys can get a YouTube Red trial and just go for it. So for like a couple days, it's free. If you are a Canadian,
3: you do have to use a VPN or or they're going to make you pay per episode. Because if you're a Canadian, you can't actually get uh, a trial. Like, the YouTube Red isn't for Canadians. So uh, all I did was use my VPN, said I was from, like, Boston, and then uh, logged into YouTube and it allowed me to sign up for the free trial. I'm telling you, Adam, you're going to love this shit, dude. You're going to fucking love this show. The show is so good, you're going to binge watch it, bro. This time next week, we're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna we'll be able to get into a little bit of spoilers. I'm telling everybody because there's only about 15 people that listen to the podcast. All 15 of you. you need to go out and you need to listen to this or watch this shit because Not next week we're going to spoil people. It. There's at least so, at least 20. <laughs> I'm telling you,
0: dude, it's good. I'll do it's my good. I'll do my go best. I'm I'm I'm. I'm in the midst of moving, oh, but I
3: will dude, do, I will do my best to try and, and, you're going to go, we need to make, we need to make time, try and, need to try make, and time. make it, make it happen. The wifey will like it. You'll like it. Uh, it's just good. It's just a good time. I'm telling <laughs> you, it's the butt sex. You didn't know you liked. You're like, you're not going to put that finger in my ass and they're like, you know what? Just go with it. I uh, know. I don't want, Oh this was the analogy you probably Woo-hoo! should have gone with originally. This is the one I should have went with instead yeah. of the rape analogy. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Know? that was probably, it's so, the yeah. safer play. The butt the Safer play. At this sa- point, I don't care. But you know, sa- it was, you know where I was going with it. You know where I was going with it. I get a little yeah, excited gotcha. sometimes, you know. You get a little excited. I got gotcha. you.
0: Uh, is it there anything good. else that we've got before we, we go uh, Infinity War? Uh, no. Rick Moranis is back on SCTV Reboot. Shout that out there, just because we haven't seen him since the 90s, because he uh, left Hollywood uh, as the key master to go raise his kids. And now he's coming back for the reboot of SCTV. Uh, mm. That's about the only other interesting thing that I saw. That's pretty well, much it. great. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, this is your official spoiler warning. If you don't want to get spoiled for an Infinity War, uh, this would be a real good time to stop. It'll be the last thing... Uh, short of uh, the tech support stuff that we'll tackle later on, so uh, if you're brave enough, you can skip ahead. I'm not. I'm not about to front load the tech support because I'm an asshole. Mm. So no, uh, the, the Infinity, we've been waiting too long for this. Yes. <clears throat> Listen,
3: the, if you, our, if, our time if you're, is now. If, if you're a Marvel fan, you haven't seen Infinity War yet. You <laughs> know. That's true. Dude, I got people going to watch
1: point. it like today, and I'm like, seriously, guys? Like, wow. Crazy.
0: Well, that, that was me. But again, I've been kind of busy uh, moving. Adam, you don't usually watch movies, so we give yeah, you a pass. Not, pass uh, not, I guess that's you're true. You're not really. You I know. guess that's true. Uh, so Infinity War, that was a movie. I don't even know where we want to start with this. Um, I, I, I guess. You, I thought it was initial thoughts. All right, initial, the just really short, sweet initial thoughts of the movie. Mr. Black, you go first.
3: Uh I liked it a lot. Okay. I liked it a lot. Um I borderline loved it. Okay. I think um I think it's probably the best Marvel movie I've seen besides Civil War. Um okay. I'm trying to think here because Civil War was still kind of like an Avengers movie. Yeah. <laughs> um Winter Soldier you like a lot too. I like winter. I liked Infinity War more than Winter Soldier. All right. um, I still, I, I just haven't seen Civil War for a long time. Right now, I didn't. I didn't watch Civil Civil War twice in theater. In fact, the only other Marvel movie I've ever watched twice in theater was Deadpool. Um, so I went for a second time. I saw both both times in IMAX, not 3D. I I just I just don't care about 3D um, all that much. If it's an IMAX and it's not in 3D, I'll just go see it without it being in 3D. Um, unless it's like something like Jurassic World or something where it kind of adds more to it. But I think something like Avengers, there's already a it. lot going on. Yeah. I don't need more. I just need to, I just, I don't want to struggle while watching the movie. Yeah. I want to I want to watch and enjoy the film. Um, but yeah, I mean, to give it my super f- uh, fast thoughts, I borderline loved it. I, I would even go as far as saying I loved it. Um. It's it's definitely at least number two. It could be number one. I just have to watch Civil War again because it's been so long. Uh, but yeah, I I amazing. I loved it. It's all Civil twice.
1: War or um, Winter Soldier is actually hard to top. I actually held Winter Soldier above Civil War in my ranking. But all right. Well, what are your thoughts on this one, Panic? Um, I really liked it. Um, it definitely surprised me in a bunch of ways. Um, the thing that really I the thing I enjoyed the most about it was you knew they had a just like a ton of characters they had to get into it and they 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 wove the stories really well to keep a flow going without like getting too imbalanced in who they were showing when i feel like they 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 for what they had to do in the movie they did a really good job of balancing seeing everyone which i applaud because that was just a ridiculously hard challenge to do um I'll, I'll go with I'll, I'll go i'll start with that okay
0: Yeah, I mean, that was kind of what I was going to say, too, I guess. Uh, I'll build a little off it. First of all, I liked it uh, a lot. I think it was my personal um, favorite Marvel movie that I've seen. Um, I haven't seen... I think think Civil War is... Between Civil War and maybe, like, Ant-Man, as far as ones that came out a while ago... They're like I think the only ones I haven't really seen, and then Black Panther. We were gonna try and get to Black Panther this week before going to Infinity War, but it just didn't play out. We ended up doing too much movie Adam shit didn't and get sick
3: of the like nineteen Marvel movies. So so he's, uh, he's going as a cash. The only the only one in this the
0: only the only ones that mattered to this movie specifically would have been uh, Civil War and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Mm.
3: Thor, the last Thor movie. Who Ragnarok matter? Uh, Ragnarok, uh, Guardians two. I saw Guardians two. Um, what other What other ones? I guess would be kind of big. I guess those would be like the main ones. Yeah. Ragnarok, uh, obviously the Avengers. Uh, yeah. Civil War is a big one because, yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, but like in the know. scheme, but like in the scheme of things,
0: like I mean, r- really for Civil War, the what played out there was um, a scene where where Tony is like, I don't, well, I'm not on speaking terms, and then everyone was like, "Bitch, it's Have the end not of the universe." Civil War? I just told, like, I, not even. Thirty-five seconds ago. I know. I, no. I, 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 I that took a
1: little while to process that someone had haven't like seen. Civil I, haven't War. seen, no, I, haven't seen I haven't seen. No, I haven't
0: seen. I've seen Civil War. It might oh, be you're for on you. Canadian Netflix. They yeah, were Canadian, you're on Netflix. Canadian Netflix. Yeah, we don't. We don't always right. get the same shit. But yeah, yeah. So, like in terms of things that I would have personally, from after viewing it, that I noticed that I would have liked to have seen before. Definitely, Black Panther was obviously is the, the most prominent of of, what uh, of movies. But I tried. I, yeah, we tried to go this week. Just couldn't make the make it happen. We were even trying to plan at one point, seeing both in the same day. We were going to do like double feature day, uh, and it just didn't. It just didn't pan out.
1: The nice thing about Black Panther, though, is you can. It kind of stands alone, and run, yeah. you don't need as much backstory, and you can just watch it whenever. and It will hold.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah. Oh, we'll definitely. I'm definitely like uh, Gabs really wants to see Black Panther because she's she's been interested in it. Uh, as well, so we're we're gonna see it. Just we didn't Our get a chance to see that. Mark ahead of time. is
1: calling you out, saying can confirm Civil War oh, is on Canadian Netflix. It,
0: it might very well be. The thing the thing is, uh, for me on uh what I use for Netflix, which is a Roku box, that unless you search, like use the search function and like type in random movies to see if they're on the net on Netflix. Netflix, and basically every other app that isn't a browser, is the most infuriating fucking process in the world. Alright, Adam didn't see it, alright? Adam didn't see the movies. Alright, oh, still, still enjoyed Infinity War. So so I enjoyed Infinity like, War, so my parts about Infinity War that I really like, panic panic, panic. yeah, panic echoed right. my my thoughts uh, about it, which was that that for the amount of characters in this movie, of which there are fucking endless characters in this movie... Um, they did a really damn good job of not making it incredibly... This could have easily been a super confusing movie, and they, as far as, like, uh, bouncing around to different places, and they did that really, really well. Uh, even for a plebeian like me who hasn't seen all the movies, I didn't get lost. Uh, At no point was I like, what the fuck is going on, whatever. So that was really cool. And then I guess to, to add a point that hasn't been said yet, uh, before we go deeper into this shit... It was the first movie in a while that I saw that, um, I, I, I didn't feel like the humor was super Disney. Like it was Disney humor, but I, it didn't pull me out of the movie like other Disney movies have been doing recently. Um, and I laughed out loud like seven or eight times in this movie. Uh, it was, it is really funny and we'll talk, I'll talk more about how I enjoy the, the, the humor in it, uh later on but we'll rotate back around
1: what was the general feeling that you guys all had when you guys were watching and like what was the theater like like was like was the reaction of the audience and the mentality because i found this one at least to be very different from other marvel movies i've seen so i'm curious what your guys' experience
3: was well i went um i went opening night like the night before opening like on a thursday so Everybody that was it was completely sold out, and I booked my tickets three months in advance, so I was like, I was ready, right? I, Your body I was fucking, ready. Oh, I was ready. So I'm I'm one of those <laughs> Marvel fanboys, you know. I've seen all the fucking movies. I've, you know, I'm ready for this. And uh, I would say the the theater was was excited. Uh, there was definitely excitement, but there was also this tone of uh, this atmospheric feeling of. Um, of like dread of, or sadness, yeah, like sadness, almost like because people knew people were quiet. People knew that people were going to die in this. They just knew it, right? It was just things. People, this it was, was a question it. of who I mean, is going to go. It was uh, yeah, because it, it was, like it. It. It was <laughs> who is know. is uh, you know is Steve Rogers going to die? Yeah. Is Tony Stark going to die? Is you know who's going? Is Loki going to go? Um, those were sort of the the main 3 that people were like which one is going to go or all of them going to go so everybody was just kind of biting their nails for their favorite their favorite superheroes to make it to uh to part 2 to make it continue going especially <laughs> with all the rumors of of uh Chris Evans like being done with the Avengers and and uh you know uh Bucky is going to be taken over as the new Captain America and so people were just like on edge um. That's what it was. It was on edge. So you know it was, and the the movie's tone was like that too. the The whole movie's tone was sure there was a lot of humor sprinkled throughout there. It but it wasn't. It wasn't as the humor felt like um like a relief of of doom. You know, it was like <laughs> you got. You, it's it's almost like being in a bad situation. It's like, like not watching a comedy a where it's yeah it's, it's you're in this really bad situation, but then there's like one or two guys that'll that'll cut a joke to lighten the mood a little bit. But then you you laugh, but then it goes right back to serious. It's like you can't really change your mood. You you can sort of forget what's going on just for that moment, and uh, and it, it continued. There were stakes involved in this and uh I, that's what i really really liked about it as well and marvel's just been killing it with the with the villains first we had uh um killmonger in uh, in and black panther that was just amazing and now we've had now we have thanos um which is an even more in-depth character um that has purpose and you kind of you know why he's doing the things that he's doing and although you may not agree with how he's doing them you can almost you can you get it you you can almost uh you can sympathize with the at least I could in with, spots with his he approaches mission. an anti-hero like he yeah, get
0: yeah. he they definitely tried he's really definitely, hard in a couple yeah, of he, spots to push him as an so, anti-hero like well, they got Well I wouldn't
3: know I wouldn't know go as far as an anti-hero but more of of, of a villain you can
0: sympathize with the villain
3: Yeah I I wouldn't say he's he's by any means I mean I guess in the comics at some point he does um he does not become an avenger but he does help the avengers in certain things but there's like a total difference, or but they're not really going with the comics with with Infinity War. It, it doesn't. A lot of it it does There's a, It's very very different. Some things are the same, but a lot of it is different. Like even his motive in the comics, where he's where he's trying to impress Death, which is like this woman uh, that, that he, he he's. That's why he wants to kill everything and just just to please know, a scale
1: has never been seen.
3: Yeah, uh, but in this you find out he wants to um, eradicate half of live life so that the other half can live um, peacefully. It can have enough resources and things that they don't have to um, struggle or kill each other over or do all that stuff. So you're, you're like his his mission is it's well, it's it's. His heart is in the right place, but he's going about it in the wrong way. Very coldly. Yeah, very, very coldly. So, so. I wouldn't necessarily say an anti-hero, but, but a, a, a a villain that you, can, that you get. Like, you're like, okay, he isn't that mad. Like, he's crazy, but he's not, like, psychotically crazy. He's not like, he, he knows what's going on. And what I loved about it is he only killed people that he had to kill there were plenty of times where he could have killed some of the heroes but he just let them live because that wasn't part of the plan he wasn't out there to to just kill random innocent people for the sake of doing it he was although that's like his sort plan of at the end half goal. The universe, half, half the ran universe, up. but he was going to let matter. the gauntlet yeah. do that, right? He was going to yeah. let the gauntlet make the decision, uh, uh, sort of be the great equalizer. He wasn't the one that was just going to go and take a life, like kill Thor when he had a chance, or kill whatever. He wasn't going to kill Loki. Spoiler: uh, If he didn't have to, it was Loki that 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 uh, it. you know forced his hand, so to speak. He didn't so, kill Hulk when he had to. He only did the killing when it was necessary, and only made the moves to get to his end goal, and that was to finish the gauntlet.
1: So here's the thing. Um, I saw the movie about a month before everyone, but the movie they showed me was the full movie without eight minutes of it, and some audio lines were cut out. So I think you guys will find very interesting the cut of the movie that I saw. Um, it pretty much omitted the fight on Titan, with uh, where, where one of the stones gets taken. With uh, Tony and all of that. Yeah, yeah. And then it mine cut out when Thor is fighting Thanos. Oof. And it, go, it does that. And then it cuts to Captain America going, where is he? And then it cuts to Thanos at the sunset before it cuts to the credits. So when I first saw it, I didn't see all the intervening stuff on those scenes. Oh, good Lord. Jesus, that's a lots so of when a I was sitting cut. in the theater, I was just like, it was only eight minutes of the entire two and a half hour runtime. A lot, that they a lot of. happens in those yeah. eight minutes. A lot. a lot of
3: eight minutes. It's, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and I was just like, so like when everyone was like, so I, I didn't get to see it until a couple of days after. But I was like, everyone's like, why is everyone freaked out? It wasn't that bad. What could they do in eight minutes? And then I was just sitting in the theater and my friend was just like, you look kind of stunned. I'm like, yeah, those eight minutes they cut were crazy. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Oh yeah! Oh for sure. Um, yeah, I. So I guess I, I. I I just I just enjoyed the movie. I didn't. I mean, to be I, again, to be fair, I was I was like fucking sick, so I was like half in a daze watching the movie. But uh, maybe that was good because I wasn't looking at it with such a critical eye. I was just kind of enjoying it for what I could while I was awake. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, it was it just felt like i don't know if it's just because the the universe uh, the marvel universe and 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 the actors and the characters within it have matured so much to this point or what but it just felt it just felt like the the most uh cohesive marvel movie that i'd watched uh to this point there were there were standouts like winter soldier that definitely were like that that felt like they could stand on their own outside of the marvel universe <laughs> but um i've always felt like the, the from Captain the ones America I've seen, and there the are things. Thought. There obviously there are movies that I haven't seen in the in the Marvel universe that that probably don't fit inside this this box. Um, uh, like I've only seen I think uh, one or two one one or two of the Thor movies. I can't remember now, but it's been ages since I've seen either of them. Regardless, um, but I've always just felt like they they weren't. They, they, there was something off about it. Like there were good movies, there were good action movies, whatever. But there was like this weird cohesiveness thing that wasn't there. And then I watched this movie. And, and there wasn't really a damn thing that I, I had negative to say about it. It was just a good, a really damn good movie. Um, and, uh, and just entertaining. I think that's my biggest takeaway from this movie is that, is that of all, uh, you know, of all three movies I've seen in the last, uh, 15 years, this is, uh, certainly the most entertaining movie that I've been to, uh, in a long time. Uh, I had a lot more fun at this than I did at Star Wars. I can tell you that much. Yeah, and I felt like uh, again with the humor thing, I felt like despite the fact that it was definitely you know it it was shades Fifty Shades of Disney. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It it didn't stand out. It wasn't like in Star. It wasn't like yeah. It wasn't like Star Wars where it was just every joke was just flat fuckery Disney bullshit. Um, The only jokes that that fell for me. Uh, we're coincidentally in like the same scene, and it was when um, Tony and Spider Man and Doctor Strange are on the ship, and Spider Man has two jokes that he drops while he's in the background. Like he's not in the foreground with the other characters. His two jokes drop in the background, and I got I got the jokes. I, I got a chuckle, but but nobody in the theater when we were there laughed at his that those two jokes. Almost every other joke in the and movie. Alien jokes. What? I got a chuckle. Yeah. No, not the jokes. not They're the great. not the no they weren't the alien jokes. The alien jokes got to a rise out of people, but it was something else. I can't I honestly if I could try to tell you the oh, jokes well, I wouldn't remember when he them. was
1: just like he's like he's like hi I'm Peter and then he's like hi I'm Dr. Strange. He's like,
0: "Oh, we're using our fake names. I'm Spider-Man." Well, like no, it wasn't it wasn't that I oh. uh, you're not going to be able to have me fucking remember this shit. I was in a daze. All I know is that is that is on the ship He was in the background, Tony and Doctor Strange, uh, were, were talking, and he was having, like, some quippy shit in the background that just didn't, like, it it weren't horrible, but they just didn't drop the same way as the other jokes did, um, but, but, I'll be damned, I laughed more at this movie than I did at some comedies I've watched in the last, in the last while. It was really, really well-timed shit in this, like, the, there was the... The one that really got me, uh, like Chris Pratt does such a good job of his fucking character, it's it it's scary. And when they're on the um when they're on his ship and Thor first shows up, and the like, there's this five minutes this the scene. Where uh, you know the the girls, that everybody's like talking about. Like, everyone except for him is talking about how like Thor's like this beautiful rippling muscle mass, pirate god, the pirate god, and just stroking him and shit, and like and and yeah, they, they're like they're talking away. Well, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and then they talk about how he's gaining weight fat.
0: and shit, and that whole <laughs> I was dying. Oh, this yeah, is a Drax, funny. Drax is, sh- Drax
3: is like, yeah, just the, the, the chin. The chin. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's it. I'm getting a Bowflex. <laughs> yeah. I'm going yes. to commit. I'm, like, I'm oh going to commit. I'm going to commit. I was
0: laughing hard. I was like, that shit's Dude. fucking Drax, funny.
3: Drax is standing there fucking silent as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. He's and, like, I've like, mastered the like, art. Of, yeah, <laughs> it's like, were you there the whole, how long were you there for? An, An hour. hour. <laughs>
0: and then Mantis <laughs> I mean, is just like, oh, hey, Drax.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and he no, goes to funny, the whole dude. thing
0: about about how he was there for the hour because he's mastered the art of moving so slow that nobody can see him, and yeah, everyone's just like, "What are you fucking
3: talking about?" And he's a big fucking dude, right? He's just like, "Dude, we see you, man!" Like the fuck, yeah. There's some <laughs> yeah, good shit. That 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 whole thing was. I I I loved the my favorite <laughs> dynamic um, was probably uh, my my two favorite people together. I think is Thor and Rocket. I had I had the most fun with them. I think they stole. Yeah, yeah. He kept calling uh, Rocket Rabbit, um, which was just hilarious, and he did it throughout the whole movie. It's funny because Rocket
0: Um, Rocket only uh, responded to or like reacted to it once, and then at no other point in the movie did he like he just didn't give a fuck.
3: Well, he just he just he he just went with it, right? Yeah. Um, I absolutely loved it. Um, I I I thought that their dynamic was one thing. Yeah the 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 Groot. Um, well, first, I what I really, really liked was the one scene with Thor because um, Thor's just come so – I actually think yeah. Thor is probably my favorite uh, Avenger now. I mean, Ragnarok was just so much fun. That was that really flushed out his character a shit ton. This movie made me issues. want.
0: This movie made me want to go back and watch the the more recent. Oh, Thor Ragnarok! Stuff.
3: You got to watch Ragnarok. Skip, Ragnarok. Skip hey, you can watch the, the first world or whatever. You can
0: watch the first one in Ragnarok
1: yeah, and you'll be number okay. Two Dark bad. world is just really, really. Yeah, Ragnarok no. is amazing, okay.
3: dude. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Um, but here, what I loved is he really had the most emotional scene um where where he where rocket is like you know so we all kind of had time a rough go the, at like it it's like time to and, be the captain that yeah, scene and, and, he, and he was and he was he was he was talking about how he lost everything you yeah. know he lost his brother he lost his father he lost his 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 people. his people um and 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 you could tell he was still trying to be the tough he was trying thor, to be thor. Yeah. you know funny thor um, confident, but you could tell he was broken. Like his spirits were broken, um, and and he did such a good job at selling that scene where you know he was crying a little bit, um, but he was still remaining you know strong. He did what um, he needed to do. Yeah, man, he fucking destroyed that. I couldn't. I was like, God damn, uh, Hemsworth, dude. You are he. You are Thor, bud. You you have literally just you he just won me over and and um i the 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 part that i didn't like the most out of all of it and the only part that took me out of the movie the only thing and i thought watching it a second time i would enjoy it a little bit better but i actually hated it even more was uh peter Dinklage's part i ah, did not that like was that i thought out he, of nowhere and awkward wasn't it well i thought he was miscast um yeah. and and it felt like he was i think he they was, chose him because they want to make him big well, and that was it, right? I joke. mean, it was it was a, a little person playing a, a little big person. That right? Is a, a little big dwarf. Yeah, like they
1: want to uh, play the joke of, oh, the dwarves, the stars. You're expecting someone small. And that's
3: fine. And then you but see your dinklage,
1: you're like, oh, yeah, definitely small. But then you see giant. He sounded like
3: Tyrion with, with, with a deeper rasp. You know, it was yeah. um it His was character just felt awkward. like an
0: afterthought almost. Yeah. Like it was it, like I, a really kind of oddly written in.
3: Yeah, it just, it, it, I, I. I get why it was there. It's a very important scene. I mean, it's one of the most important scenes in, in the film. They could have cast someone else. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure, you know, Peter Dinklage is a great actor. But I mean, God, course, the guy's yeah. an amazing actor. He's I honed just in don't some think, of not roles. I just don't think this was for him. I don't think that this was the role for him. Um, It would have been better if if it was more that he played a voice instead of seeing his face. I, it was really it, uh, it would have been fine if he played like a big CG dwarf character and it didn't look just like fucking you know Tyrion. Um, and and it was just that took me out. It wasn't to the point where it was absolutely god awful. Where I was like, this is just you know ah. But it took me out of the movie. I was like, God. I was like, you know, I was. And at that point, in the movie, I was in, like I was on this adventure. Yeah. I was like, I, you know, shit was getting real. And then you see his big fucking head, and every and everybody's laughing in the in the theater. Like when they see him, they laugh. They're like, ha, "Whoa, that's what's his face, right?" They're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. And it was. And I don't think that was really what the movie was meant was really going for. Like he plays a really important character, um, and the mythology behind him is really cool. But I just couldn't get over just seeing Peter Dinklage there. Uh but that was really it and then when when Thor gets the uh, the stormbreaker and he comes down that was just some amazing Fire. Uh, just yeah. an amazing scene you know and 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 you could see that Thor like at the beginning when he, when when Loki got killed he was like you know you're going to pay for that right i'm going to kill you for that and he comes in and he goes where is Thanos and he just you know and fucking rockets on his shoulder shooting shit and he's coming down and he smashes lightning looks like a fucking turned Super Saiyan God and he's smashing shit and all you, you see the fucking Stormbreaker just mowing down people it was just so fucking good. It was amazing, and then Groot coming out there, and he's like, "Ah, I'm Groot!" And fucking Steve Rogers going, he goes, he goes, uh, he, go, uh, he goes, "I'm Groot!" And he goes, "I'm Steve I'm Rogers." Steve Rogers, and I just fucking died. I was like, "Oh my god, this, this, how is this movie so fucking epic, man? It's just, it's so good." And what I loved the most about this movie, and what people were, uh, some casuals were complaining about, is, is it didn't feel like a movie, right? And and I don't think that's what marvel was going for here is this was 10 years of build-up and More what than i that, loved dude. what i loved about this is this was an event this yeah. wasn't this wasn't a film in the traditional sense where there's a story middle beginning and end this was thanos's movie this was uh thanos's movie with the avengers in it this was Intro his story and 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 this was this was what I loved is they didn't baby the viewer. They didn't have to explain anything. They just knew that most people that were going to watch this movie already watched all of these movies, right? They're in. And they they don't need to know what Thor is and what he does and what his power set is or, or, or um, why it's so funny that these certain heroes are interacting with each other. They didn't dumb it down for anybody. They just assumed. And they assumed correctly because... Everybody was on this ride, and it was an event, and this is a two-parter. So you can't really look at this as this is a movie, and 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 it's over here. Obviously, this is one half to one big thing that they film back-to-back, and we're going to get a conclusion of this phase of the MCU. And I just thought it was... Uh, a masterpiece. Like, the more I think about it, the so more I... Uh, how do you feel,
1: how do you guys both feel about the the Vision and Wanda story and then the Star-Lord and Gamora stories before you go into the whole thing? Because I feel like they had a big impact on the story, but it wasn't, like, I don't know if it had, like, in any context well, I of thought the whole the, universe.
3: I thought the Vision thing was, was uh, the, the romance and stuff, I felt was a little forced because, you know, in the last movie, in Civil War or whatever, they were really just starting to Figure that out. And and they really they really said like, hey, you know, they've been away for however long and they're 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 a couple and they're they're fighting this thing. I I thought it worked, Um, but obviously they they have to only do they only can do so much with so many uh, things. And I think they gave them the appropriate amount of time in this film where we got it. Like, you know, we, we understood. Um, I, th- I'm happy that they killed off vision. I don't think vision will ever come back. I think the
1: way they did that was particularly brutal.
3: Oh, I, I loved it. Yeah, and, and I still made her kill him, but then brought him back and, so and just made her watch the fucking. Yeah. yeah. And just, it made her watch and just ripped it right out. I thought that was great. Um, the, the whole Gamora thing, um, I I, I I think she's going to be coming back, and 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 was already said by by the Russo brother, brothers that um, she is in the the um, the Soulstone world, um, so she's like in the gem type thing, and I think that Guardians of the Galaxy three will be about them going to get her back um, because Guardians. Uh. Guardians is, is, is that movie's you know, the next movie, Volume Three is is still on its way out, and also Spider Man is two coming out two months after the next Avengers. So, so from
1: my understanding, the way it works is we're getting Ant Man, and then there's one other movie before Captain Marvel. Right? Yeah, we're getting Ant Man and Captain Marvel, but Captain Marvel is taking place in the nineties. Nineties, and then we're getting
3: the second Avengers movie after yes. that. Yes, and then we're getting uh, Spider Man Homecoming yeah. too. So uh, the whole Gamora thing, I I was, I was, I liked the whole scene, right? I loved Red Skull being there. We hadn't seen him since, you know, first Captain America. I was like, where the hell? Um, and and I thought that was great. And I love the fact that he had to get rid of something that he loved, which also showed that, that he wasn't a complete, you know, uh monster, right? He, he loved something. And, and even, uh, the realization was
1: crazy too. The
3: subtle things I picked up on too, the second time watching it is when they first go to that mountain and, uh, Red Skull comes out for the first time and Gamora standing, Thanos is in front. And when the, when Red Skull comes, Thanos actually steps over and kind of puts his hand out to kind of protect Gamora. It's like these small little things that, you, that that I didn't notice on the first viewing where you can tell that he cares about this. And even when he gets to the mountain, he's like, you better not be lying to me about this for your sister's sake. wasn't for your sake. It was like he didn't care about the other. He didn't care about Nebula. You could tell he just loves uh, Gamora. And I just thought the whole thing was well done. But I felt like she didn't never got her her fair shake at showing how much of a badass she is throughout the whole the whole Marvel like throughout Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers they were like yeah Gamora is the most fierce uh woman uh in in the galaxy right and we never saw that i i never i've never seen her go Crazy, right? Never seen her do fact, anything special. In s- fact, Nebula special.
0: basically gets her goat more often than not yeah, in, exactly. in combat. So, what, exactly. up, yeah. so
1: what, they, what happens in the actual comics and the original lore, there's only a couple of people who wielded the Infinity Gauntlet, which is why I found what happens so interesting, because Nebula is one of the, one of the yep, people who's exactly. wielded the gauntlet. Hmm? Iron Man has wielded the gauntlet. Yep. Adam Warlock... And a couple others. Adam Warlock hasn't shown up yet. They've shown he's him. Not, but he hasn't they, they said that he's, he's not, not showing in, in yeah. number four either. Yeah. So he's not in the picture. So what I'm thinking is going to happen is, especially with what they did in the last couple of minutes of the movie, um, I think we're going to see kind of a Soulstone type trade off where some of the big names are going to go out for mm-hmm. the other names to come back mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I think there's going to be a total Which to is convenient to for the budget. Yeah. <laughs> well, well what's what's going We're trying to know happening. Yeah, well, well yeah.
3: and 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 they're getting older, right? They've been doing yeah. this now for for many many years, yeah. 10 years, and I know that Iron Man uh, uh, uh Tony Stark Robert wants wants kind of out. Done. Um and and Chris Evans wants out. Yeah. And the thing is 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 when when he does snap his fingers every oh, the original Avengers are still there, right? All yeah. of yeah. the original Avengers. There's a couple of extras but all of the original Avengers. So my theory is, is exactly what you said, is they're going to get a hold of the gauntlet and they are going to, I think the Avengers are going to sacrifice themselves or key players are going to sacrifice themselves. Likely will be Iron Man and Captain America. Um, I think maybe Cap maybe will die. And, I mean, uh, and Iron Man, I and think Iron Man will be the guy Thanos. that will actually yeah. grab the gauntlet, use it, save... You know the day, I think I think Nebula, uh, and
1: Tony will use it together because they're stuck on Titan together right now, which I thought they was are. super interesting. Yeah, like, so them being there together, I'm like, oh, that's actually super interesting to me. Yeah. So, uh, like, so I think just that's what's going to happen.
3: I, I think they're going to the, the gauntlet will be used, and that's that's how they'll send out because they're going to do a new updated version of the guardian or of, of the Avengers, right? There's going to yeah. be a new younger. I know that like Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp are, well, have like like the or something that the other road. groups. So. Yeah. So there's like. a whole bunch of stuff that they're supposed to roll out, but who knows? Um, I just really, really enjoyed all of it. I, I thought Loki going out was, was good. I thought, um, obviously when, when he, when he, you know, f- snapped his fingers and black Panther started fading away at that point, I knew that they were going to come back because obviously yeah. they're going to do Black Panther 2, Homecoming 2 comes out. You know, it's, it's literally got a hard date. Um, the interesting thing will be is how are they going to market uh, Spider-Man uh, before uh, Avengers comes out? And then even after Avengers comes out for a couple of weeks, for a few weeks— they're not going to make any spoilers. They can't they show don't Spider-Man. Need to
1: really, they don't really need to market Spider-Man.
3: No, they don't. But, it, yeah. you know, it's weird to, to have to, to to not have any people not know <laughs> it's coming. Right. You know, and, and saying that it's coming is basically spoiling that he comes back. Right. Unless yeah. they go like a mile, Miles Morales uh, route or, or something like that. So, yeah, um, yeah that's that's i I had a really great time. I thought they took a lot of good risks. I thought the snapping of the fingers it didn't it didn't weigh as heavy as say Gomorrah dying or Loki dying because or vision dying because I think that those i think those, they did
1: that intentionally.
3: I think vision and Loki are dead. I think Loki will come back down the road uh, with a different actor, like a reincarnation, because in the comics he does get like, he, there's like a young Loki he gets reincarnated. Uh, there's some, then there's a female Loki as well. Um, so there's some stuff going on there. And I then also there's, there, there's a female is, Thor as well. So you never, think you, what's you gonna never happen. know the I Avengers might lose. go. Right. Yeah,
1: I think we're going to lose Hemsworth Evans and yeah. Downey Jr. Yep. And they'll get swapped in with the new origin. They're going to reboot yep. Thor with that. Yep. And then they'll bring back Loki or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll, they'll, they'll reboot Captain America into... I, this is the thing. What do you guys think? Because in the comics, both Falcon and Winter Soldier have become Captain.
0: Like I think Bucky been, will become Bucky, the next Bucky, Captain America. Bucky gets it hands yeah. down. They haven't
1: they because haven't he signed framed, like a big deal. Has, too. Yeah, we talked about it earlier in the podcast, deal. like forever ago. He's got like a fourteen something movie contract.
3: Yeah, he's going to be the next Captain America without yeah. a, doubt. Falcon, without a they, doubt. they didn't, they wouldn't have framed not framed him at sell all.
0: Tickets. No, exactly. He's not going to sell shit. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure, it's going to be Bucky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there wasn't... Yeah, I it, like, if I had to think hard about things that, that you know, to nitpick on, the Gamora scene, uh, I liked pretty much everything about it, except for, and this might... Um, I might catch some heat for this, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Her realization, I thought, was a little much, uh, in, that it, in that it was, like, not the fact that she realized, it was her reaction to, to how she realized. It was, like... Eh, there is a little too much sass. Like, if, if I'm standing on the precipice of fucking death, and I'm standing with the man ready to destroy half the known universe, who just so happens to be my stepfather, who eradicated, basically, half of my race, and been through all this bullshit, whatever, fuck me, you know, here I am, and then I discover that he's got he's to sacrifice something that he loves, and I have it ingrained in my mind that this man, who is going to, who has dedicated his entire life to eradicating half of known life in the entire universe... For the the craziest reasons, uh, or 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 the methods in which he's doing it, could not possibly love anything, and therefore he is cock-blocked because he can't get the uh, the stone. If I if all of that is taking place, I don't have like a sassy fucking like response to it. It seemed uh, like her her reaction came <laughs> off like some Jerry Springer shit. Like, oh really? You're gonna tell me that you actually
3: really? Come on. Like that was like her, it wasn't her fucking
1: was like that. Come on.
3: But it, it was but more I expected. Of like, I expected She was happy. She she was like you're fucked. You know, your whole plan is ruined. No, no that was fine. But really I mean, think- when she
0: gets to the point where she gets to the point where she realizes that he loves her. That's what I'm saying. Not the part about him, not the realization that he can't do anything cuz he doesn't yeah, love well, anyone. Red
3: Skull says he's not crying because of that. He's, he's Yes, crying. exactly. Yeah. And
0: then so when she, but her the dawning uh, that she has of him Loving her. That's what I'm saying. The reaction that happens there is like this weird, sassy, odd, out of tone with the rest of the scene. Everything else about the scene was like this somber, we're building Thanos as a character. Holy shit, he actually has a heart in there somewhere. Fuck me. And then all this shit happens and then she gives this like kind of like uh, awkward toned uh, realization of Thanos loving her. Otherwise, uh, outside of that, um. Oh, not that it's a harp on the movie, but like the only the only part in the movie, for better or worse, that I I I wanted to punch a character in the face, is Star Lord, uh, punching Thanos oh in the God. face.
1: He ruined. He ruined because everything.
0: because I understand that th- that that Star Lord <laughs> has a hot fucking temper and he's done it in previous, you know, in the other movies and it's whatever. But at the same time, I'm trying. If I put my... I know I'm supposed to suspend my disbelief and all this shit. Fuck whatever. I can't imagine. The gauntlet is fucking three quarters off this fucker's hand. And all he has to do is hold his dick for like five more seconds and then punch him in the face. Take it, the gauntlet, and then beat the fuck out of the guy. And he can't for literally five seconds. Hold that shit off and it cascades into the entire universe getting fucked in the ass because he couldn't just hold his dick okay, so for those five so there's seconds. A counter,
3: there's a counter to that. So I felt the same way too. I was like, motherfucker, why would you do that? And there's a lot of fans that are like angry at Chris Pratt because it's like, dude, he didn't write the movie. Well, of and course this is, not. Yeah. You know, but listen, this this is why this when you really think about it and you, and you, you, you use your emotion, you take your emotions out of it. There everything when, when when uh Doctor Strange looked at fourteen million and two hundred and five different outcomes going on there's only one that he beats him. And that had to happen. Yeah. In order for this to go down. I think I think in Doc, the
1: scenario he saw was that Tony had to live. I think well, that was the scenario.
3: Well, no 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 because that that's not true. Because if if well, obviously Tony did have to yeah. live. But obviously, them defeating Thanos right there and then was not that wasn't the outcome.
1: That wasn't so,
3: so there there's a reason why, and and also um, uh, uh, Doctor Strange w- wasn't really part of that whole thing. Um, Doctor Strange did a did a spell where he held you know uh, him down. He kind of stone. He could have easily he could have easily have rewound. Uh, what was going on there and, and, and said, whoa, star Lord, don't do that. Okay. You just, we're going to rewind that now you got, you got out your fudge. We're going to rewind that shit and we're, that's not going to happen. Or he could have stopped him. The thing is, is that that he knew that there was no reason now, if they would have taken the gauntlet off, maybe Iron Man would have put it on and did something or somebody else would have died, which would have script the whole thing. There's a reason why all that, and I think we're gonna see more of that yeah. in the next movie where where where, where Star Lord is gonna be like, what did I do? You know, uh, you know, there's gonna be a reason for all of this. And you're right, Tony yeah. did have to live. That's why uh, he, said, he okay. told, "I'll give you, I'll give you the stone." Right? I'll give you the stone because yeah. he knows that he's gonna get the stone regardless, and he knows that there's only one scenario. Listen, if the gauntlet came off. And there's only one scenario to win. That means that the whole, half the universe is dead. So that had to stay on and it had to go down the way that no,
0: it did. No, I, 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 I 100%, like, I'm not saying that th- from the stance that I wanted it to be different in the movie. I'm just saying that, that, uh, that from a character's perspective, yeah, yeah, like yeah. if I'm writing it, but he's
3: in, always been, he's always been that he's the most human. Avenger that there is besides like Spider Man, you know, uh, because Spider Man's just so naive and and so young yeah. and and he hasn't really had that life experience. Yeah. Star Lord is like he's he's like half a god, half a fucking uh you know uh human, half human, human half god, half, half a major you know, daddy is issues, stuck in the eighties, uh, weird uh you know hot head. That's just who he is. So if there is one character on the Avengers that would do something that um, selfish and and that uh, impulsive, it would be Star-Lord. There yeah. is no other character. Maybe Drax, if he was just totally zoned in and he just like, Why you is know, Gamora? And, went, and went crazy. Yeah. But, uh, but I agree. <laughs> I agree. When that happened too, even Kayla was sitting beside me. She's like, what the fuck? Right? And I was like, Jesus, fuck Star-Lord. <laughs> it was right off. But that was part of it. That's part of the drama. Yeah, no, I, get, of, I get you. You know, that's
0: a uh, movie post. Right? Out, shout <laughs> outs to I think one of the things that made me laugh the hardest in the movie that I forgot about until now. Uh the uh, uh, the, the Drax and uh what's her name? Uh, Mantis? Yeah. Uh, Mantis. And the the, the part <laughs> the, the the combined joke of
3: uh when you kick names and take ass. Yeah, and I
0: <laughs> fucking
3: died yeah and he actually had he they said uh the russo brothers said that drax a lot of his stuff was improv so they, they, he had <laughs> so Come like on. they they so they're pretty hardcore when it comes to the script like yeah, yeah, you know yeah. disney is like listen don't don't, script, yeah. you don't don't fuck this up they kind of give drax kind of free reign to to do Um, not, I wouldn't say free reign, but uh, there's that one part where he was like, you know, who is Gamora? Or where is, why is... Chris Pratt comes in and says where
1: is Gamora Tony yeah. Stark's like I can do you who one is better Gamora? who is yeah, Gamora and then he's like I got
3: the question I, of the universe why is, why Gamora? is Gamora why is, like, Gamora? is Gamora like that was that was improv there was a couple uh, there was uh, one part where he was talking about <laughs> his weight and he did he did the thing with with, with, his, uh, little, with little his neck in the belly. And, and that was improv um, <laughs> he goes like, when Tony's know, about to kill him he's like I can take it and yeah, everyone's I can, yeah, like no we can't he's like he's I can take it It's like no you can't no you can't no, you actually, you can't take that one. So that's, that's going to be a bad time. So yeah, I mean, uh, Batista was like born to play that role, man. He absolutely he kills, it. kills it, dude. He absolutely kills it. Um, but I, what a great movie. I mean, the more I talk this about it, just the, it's just so much fun. That's what going to the movies is all about is just, blockbuster I, got, I, got a, fun. I got a question,
0: not that it would ever happen, but if it did, would it work? Would a would a Drax Mantis spinoff movie ever work?
3: No, I don't think. No. Or are no, they only think, comic relief? I I think. Well, it's sad because Drax was never just comic relief. Like in the first one, he no would, he, he was, had he had actual he's the character build. He was he's the, the muscle, muscle. yeah. He, the and, muscle, then, yes. and then in the second one, he turned into this fucking like you know. Still a muscle, he's, he's still the muscle. He's still the muscle, but but he's but he's like a one-liner. He's, yeah, he's, he's a one-liner like, guy. All of One a sudden, he's a comedian. God. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. but he's not. He's a comedian that he doesn't even know he's a comedian. Yeah. Right? He's like he's like a he's a straight straight narrow dude. That well, he's that, he, he know, and
0: Mantis are the two um, what would be autistic spectrum characters in the movie that uh, people that can relate to that shit again, yeah. or like Aspergers, yeah. just zero so no yeah. can't read the room. Like, no, just nothing.
3: And, Drax is uh, but so just, that character. Yeah, yeah that's, sure. that's, that's oh, 100%. Without a doubt. With, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so no, good. I I loved it. I loved the Spider-Man part where he was kind of drifting off and the heart that, that was in that. And, and especially watching Homecoming where Tony kind of takes him under his wing. And then at the beginning, he talks about wanting kids. And and you could tell that he really took on this father role with Spider-Man and then, you know, having him sort of die yep. in his hands. And he's like sort of begging, like, I don't want to go. I don't, don't want to go. go. Well, they, had like a band, the end, they had like
0: a band of brothers asked, like, yeah, the end yeah, of but that then at shit. the end he
3: was like, you know, he's trying to stay strong for Tony yeah. as well. He wanted to show him that, like, you know. You know, I'm scared. But then, when he knew it was over, he he was you, you know he, he, you felt you just felt for him. It but was then good. Again, it was just good. Kn- it's good. Yeah. You, you knew that he was going to come back because they're not going to kill course. Spider-Man. Yeah. Especially when they've got the movie, you know, slated. And it you was know, a bit. It was just- a
0: bit weird to me because everyone else is disappearing inside of a hot second, and then Spider-Man's death takes like a like two minutes. And it's just like no. Nah! No, it's just like slowly fucking sprinkling away. Wasn't two minutes, everyone else but just it wasn't like it was definitely dead. a little longer. Yeah, <laughs> oh man,
1: <laughs> freaking Bucky held on for a bit. Like he stumbled up and he was like, "I'm not." And he's like, Steve. Bucky took he three collapsed.
0: steps and evaporated. What are you talking about? He went, "Uh, uh." And he <laughs> he, died. he just died.
1: Falcon, Falcon got screwed. Falcon just yeah, like Falcon. goes to stand up, just melts away. Yeah, and you Ooh. got like dot you got like Dod Cheetah, like, Dodd- like Sam. <laughs> and
3: Groot, when Groot went Groot uh, just they, vaporizes they, yeah Rocket they said just looking at him they said um his line uh Groot's line to, to Rocket was dad that was the last thing that he said yeah um because they all have Groot when, when he's in there the, he actually has a script like he there's there's words but you don't actually the Either. words that are spoken yeah. to the characters and uh, his last word was dad to Rocket so uh, we found out what that was, too. So there is a there's there's you got to watch. I the second time was so much better than the first because the first time you're on edge and you don't know what's going to happen and stuff. And this one I could kind of relax a little bit because I knew it was going to go on. And I could just there's things that I picked up on that I didn't pick up on the first viewing. And uh, it was just good. I mean, it's a long movie for sure. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't it didn't feel, it didn't feel like feel it long. was it didn't feel like it was dragging on. It felt like a two hour movie. Even though it was two and a half hours, but it was like one that you're that that you're okay with sitting in and watching because yeah. it was just so much fun. They pay the whole
0: way through. Well. Does, this, does this does oh, this does this movie make uh, DC's life even more
1: difficult? DC was not going to have a good time ever because the opening night of this movie was more than the entire Justice League run.
3: Yeah, I mean the, this movie.
0: Literally shit. On not so even you guys, the
1: actual so you guys, opening night, the pre-opening yeah, night you was guys, more than the
0: entire DC run. You guys saw Justice League. I never did because I heard I so I never much, finished watching I Justice saw, League. I saw I so much minutes in. just shit about it. I was I like, did. I'm not spending my time or my money going to the theater to watch this shit. So Jeff, I guess I'll ask you and then whatever panic and remember, is that from the perspective of of people were kind of being quasi-sympathetic to DC about how many characters were in the movie. And so, yeah, they didn't really do the whole, you know, all the characters being in it and getting good screen time, and it wasn't really stitched together all that well. And then we get this movie, where there are is, is there more characters in this
3: Oh, way uh so, more characters. yeah Here's,
0: and, and it mean, just and they just and, and and at no point did it feel like it was too well
3: the problem with dc we're wasn't that there was too many characters movies. we're it wasn't invested that there's, in characters for it wasn't ten years. too many characters it was just what dc is they tried to they tried to make an avengers movie without all of the formula be, before it the the avengers works because we've watched 19 movies and and even before the first we Avengers, we America. watched like we eight had a movies, Thor. right? We had
1: an Iron Man, so we, we got a bunch to know these characters.
3: Yeah. And the the problem with Justice League is is they tried to skip all of the groundwork that was laid that that the Avengers at Marvel had laid, and they just went right into it. And you know what? Uh, Justice League was a complete disaster. It was just it was a failed attempt at trying to make an Avengers movie. It was just not a good movie. That's just the problem. It was, it was, it was dark. It was confused. It didn't know what it was. Uh, you know, it was the only person in there really trying was was or two people was like Gal Gadot and and uh, and and uh, Ben Affleck was 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 trying to you know do his best. And I still think he's a great Batman, but he fucking hates doing him now. Um, so you know, yeah, Justice, well. Justice League was just not good. It was just not I watched
1: good. twenty minutes. The projectors died. It was for a press showing. I got up, and when they said, Oh, we can reschedule, I said, Look, I saw what I needed to see. I, and I didn't want to come back to watch it. We even finish watching it. Like, it was that's how bad the first 20 minutes were to me. I was like, It was. All right. Was
0: highlight Avengers Infinity War. If you can choose one scene, what's your highlight? Why is Gamora? Okay all right I lost my shit
3: <laughs> uh I have to go with Thor uh coming down with the stormbreaker and and you know too- just where is Thanos uh you know that was just you could feel you you could just ah and it was the music that was playing and the lightning that was coming off and rocket on his shoulder and everybody like looking up like oh fuck you're fuck now Thanos. You know, here comes Thor, and, and right? And you think and, about
0: how far this motherfucker like traveled. Like you don't get, you don't. It's a jump cut, right? So you don't get like the how the shit did they get here? It's just assumed that he, he spun he, he that fucking the axe the fucking, and threw himself
1: across the, the fucking, fucking he's bifrost. A universe. God, man,
3: yeah, he's just use the he's,
1: fucking bifrost, which you can't do unless you have that much power. Yeah, he just, just threw a, he's himself a God, literally across it's like the universe. A God
3: coming down and and just just. Fucking up and he fucked him up too, man. Just just straight up through the shit. And uh, you know, Thanos was fucked. Yeah. Then that was, was my like, that was my that, was my that was my hype moment
0: and it was and I I thought what they did, and I, I, what they did and I don't know what he talked about it yet. I guess I'll just toss this in because I don't want to talk about this movie too much longer, but uh the way that they handled um Hulk in this movie, oh, where yeah. where you knew that ultimately Thor had to be the muscle in this movie And they've relied on the Hulk basically every other time to solve Mm. all their problems. It's like, oh, even the gods can't kill this fucker. We have a Hulk. And they even use that line in the opening scene of the movie is like, you know, here comes Loki. We have a Hulk. We have a Hulk. And then Hulk gets his shit. Oh, he gets beat up to off. the point where he is scared to come out yeah, he's not coming out of bruce yeah. banner no! and
3: just no he's like what do you mean no bruce is like, come what do you mean no you fucking asshole why now yeah, you like, big green asshole come out now exactly. i need you and he, ne- and he never does He never does you, i guarantee like in the next movie obviously that's when we'll come out some people think that they're going to see the grey hulk come out the or the Red Hulk come out when, um, when all watched, kinds of different things
0: when I watched that opening scene and um I don't know what the character was because again I think he was probably a Black Panther character that I wouldn't know but the guy who sends him off the ship or wherever the hell they are Hulk oh that's um there.
3: that's uh you know Idris Elba's um uh, I know. yeah he, he he's from Thor. Okay, he's, he's, so that's yeah. A, okay, he's the
0: gatekeeper.
1: Like, right. He's the okay, guy so that... you usually see him in like full golden armor and
0: shit. Oh, oh, yeah. him. Okay, so I didn't, yeah. I didn't recognize. He's that, the one who uh, controlled that. the light bridge. The, so, so if you when saw I, Ragnarok,
3: you'll know why they're in the predicament. That right. Exactly.
0: In. But I, uh, so I thought because of my vague knowledge of no, comic books, you know, not not all that strong. I thought we were gonna be getting like some space Hulk type shit, like what a world eater. Hulk or whatever the fuck they called him, where he, where
3: he. Ragnarok
1: just, explains where Hulk was and what was going on, which makes Hulk a lot make a lot more sense. Well, yeah. in
3: the comics, it's it's actually um, Silver Surfer that is the one that gets thrown into um uh, uh doctor Strange's sanctum and goes yeah. through the stairs and warns yeah. the Avengers that Thanos is coming mm. um Silver Surfer isn't in these movies because so they, they made it War. that it's Thor or, or sorry that it's the Hulk um that Bruce Banner that is the one that that flies down that gets World sent Breaker down Hulk that's is, who I, uh, I, like
0: I thought we were getting a setup for that and then when he ended up no, on Earth so I was like oh they covered okay. um, right.
1: they covered the um World War Hulk stuff with the um with in Ragnarok. Okay. And they explained it in the context of the movie universe right. which is similar but a little different. Yeah. Um it wasn't as um it wasn't as messed up what happened to this Hulk right. as what happened to World War Hulk Hulk. because okay. um what ended up, yeah in the comics what ends up happening is like Tony Stark and a bunch of other people the Illuminati decide too dangerous and they send him off into space. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But in this one he stayed on he stays on the ship and goes. All so we're going to have Captain
3: Marvel coming uh which yep. is going to be probably the big thing that is going to turn the tide uh for them because she is the strongest uh avenger uh or the one with the with the most power um you know even outdoing Thor in terms of abilities. So uh, she's she's gonna be a big one, and I'm sure the Hulk will be back. Uh, will we'll, he'll have yeah. some kind of conclusion? It was to, it was fun in, in, when the was Thor
0: comes down and he lands and he screams the you know where is Thanos and and yeah. uh, or bring me Thanos or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and br- then, I think it is bring me Thanos. And yeah. and Hulk is in the in the Hulk Buster suit and he's got he takes it down and he go and he he uses the line like along the lines of oh you're all fucked now like yeah, he and yeah, you yeah, see exactly. like Bruce getting excited about it when normally. Yeah. It would be Bruce in that well, he'd in that one position that he, where yeah, everyone's like, oh, you fucked up now." Here comes the big green guy, and yeah, now was like, "Bruce getting off. to to be in that in that role was kind of like a fun, like, like a little fun moment like that
1: they did the Hulk that the way they did because they got to give Bruce a lot of screen time in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you got to see him play his character because he was in Ragnarok too, and he was in a lot of Ragnarok. Yeah. So yeah. like, it's it's nice that they're giving him as a character outside of just the Hulk. Yeah, like screen time. It was fun to watch, especially when they put him in the Hulk Buster armor the way they did. Yeah, he was yeah, like beat him up before, right? Yeah, like, he's, exactly. like, I can, he's like, I now know yeah. what it's like to be him without being him. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's like it's that like being cool. the Hulk without. They just trips and falls, and it's just so good, yeah. just fucking amazing.
3: Everyone's uh, just like,
0: oh, oh God! So yeah, between that and then the and then the. How about that
3: cap entrance, man? The when when in the train station when when you you know the cap is in the fucking shadows and yeah, uh, that, you that know was, Vision that was, that and Scarlet are getting are getting beat up. And then all of a sudden you hear, and they they both look over, and fucking Here's the baddies look over, Captain beard. and there he is, and he just comes steps out of the shadows, got the fucking grizzly beard on. Like, I, think, oh, he's fuck, most, I think he's the most. he's the most jacked in this movie of, yeah. of all yeah. the movies
0: he's been in. He's been the uh, most, he's the most jacked in this one.
3: Uh, it was it was badass as fuck, and then yeah. they had the music playing in the background. Dun, 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 all right, somebody, dun. I, I know like, it's covered. Uh, I
0: know it's covered in a movie that I'll inevitably end up watching. But what's her name? Wanda, I think was her. Is her? Scarlet Witch. Her name. Scarlet okay, Witch. Scarlet Witch. All right. Somebody give me the the Cliff Notes she's version. She's a mutant of she's what her of the powers X-Men are mutant. all about. Okay. she's
1: Magneto's daughter. Ah, so her power. Um, her power is actually really weird. Um, the you don't less, say. The less likely. Um. So it's all probability based. So the less likely something can happen, the more power she has to make it happen. Which is why the Infinity don't. Yeah, so that's why she can do all the things she can do. Right, and that's why the improbability of someone being able to destroy the Infinity Stones is like zero. Is why she's able to destroy, destroy the Infinity
3: it. Stones. Oh,
0: okay, that's a cool power. She's, and Pass she's super
3: to, strong. She's Pass super off to strong, whoever the like, fuck came yeah. up with
0: that character. That's a that's a unique ass fucking character st- trait right well, there. Well, she had it's a like, brother.
3: She had a brother too, and he died in the. Yeah, Quicksilver. Oh, that's They're, Quicksilver's sister. Yeah, yeah. the sister. They're ah. their brother and sister. And in this movie, they completely got rid of her Russian accent. I don't know if you guys noticed that or not, but she she had a yeah. thick Russian accent in the first uh, in the in first movie, and then in the next one, it was wasn't as thick, and then this one gone. Just in this bye-bye. universe, though, and
1: <laughs> uh, someone actually raised in the chat it's a good point. In the comics, her powers are all probability based. In this universe, her powers are derived from Loki's staff and the Mind Stone, oh. which affect. But. Again, she directly derived from the Infinity but Stone. But isn't
0: the staff also capable of like fucking with the stones anyway? So that's kind exactly. of like yeah. that's so, why
1: it's kind of like she she effectively maintains like it's a different origin, but it's still probability manipulation. Right. Right. So
3: so uh, asks uh, wants to know why Black Widow went blonde in this movie. So there's there's two there's two reasons why I'll give you both reasons. So number one, why she she feels she's sexier. blonde, and number two, why Scarlet Witch did not have a Russian accent is uh, what the russo brothers said is um they went um cuz cuz she was scarlet witch was being trained by uh um uh what's her face uh black widow black widow to be an assassin right to to be undercover to be uh to 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 do like sort of special ops type uh, shit. What so, she does basically. So what she does. So essentially what both of them were doing is they were undercover. They were kind of blending in. So she got rid of her Russian accent because it's such a distinctive feature that she had. So she lost it purposely. Um or, or she wasn't speaking with a Russian accent purposely, and then also with with Scarlet or um uh fuck I keep forget Black, black Widow. Widow uh she she dyed her hair because they were out doing other things. Yeah, uh, well now, they were all in hiding too, in hiding because of because of what, what the, the events that happened in, in Civil War. That's the reason why the government was like, oh you motherfuckers, what are you doing here? Like That's arrest why these Captain guys, Americas
1: in black so they were, and Black Armor. They all that. were all
3: undercover doing their own thing. Now the argument to that, and I think the the uh, the real reason why they got rid of Scarlet, Scarlet Witch's accent is because it just really wasn't it was it wasn't good it was like it would just t- it wasn't that she did a bad job at, at doing a Russian accent it just felt it didn't fit. out of place it didn't fit and so I think they they're using that as an excuse but then you would you would actually counteract that and say, well, okay you're undercover and you don't want people to know but why weren't you talking in your your native uh, accent when you're with the vision uh, in behind closed doors. So when you were in your home with vision and you were just walking around talking with vision, you wouldn't be talking, uh, you know, with your English accent. You'd you'd be talking or your American accent. You'd be talking in, in your Russian accent because there's no need. You're not out in public. You're not doing all these other things. So people were just what, really what it was the Russo brothers just didn't didn't like it and and uh, and fans were even saying that we don't really like her russian accent so they just axed it and that was their excuse yeah yeah um which i'm fine with i didn't even notice it really until i, I feel like i feel I like we're really reaching i feel it. like
0: we're reaching points in which the only people we're, that would be truly pissed off are the people that are like diehard comic uh readers that want to be as accurate as humanly possible yeah. uh to the character which is perfectly fair um for sure. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, oh, here this this is how we'll cap it. Rating at a ten, Mister Black.
3: Um, I mean, in terms of a Marvel movie, I mean, I have to give it. I, I man, I can't give it a perfect rating because it's not a you know. It, when I watch the next part, and I can really, it's almost like you know, people are calling it the Empire Strikes Back of of the of the Marvel universe. I mm-hmm. wouldn't even go that far. Um, but the middle movie that didn't feel like a middle movie. Exactly. It, it, it definitely stands on its own. Um, I'm going to go and give it a 9.5 out of 10 and I'm only going to take off to half the point because we haven't seen a conclusion. I thought that the way that they faded out a lot of the, the heroes, the impact wasn't as big because we know what their projects are coming o- over the next, like, you know, three years so we know that these characters are going to come back regardless. So that just doesn't hold as much weight. But in terms of just a fun, good time at the theater, it's an. E- I mean, it's a ten out of ten for entertainment. But I'm not going to give it a, a, a ten. I have a to 10, go 10, just 10 nine point five. It's right? And, you know, yeah. It's just it's a great time. Nine point yeah. five. Yeah. I, I, for what I, it is,
0: I think you have to separate. As much as, you know, you might not want to, you have to separate movies like the the Avengers from like a regular like a, a more standard, you know, movie from a like from a from a critiqued perspective. Just because you're not going to it to see like the even though there can be good acting and, and you know whatever in these movies, that's not necessarily why you're going, going to go and throw uh, some these. popcorn in your face, hey, have a good time. Yeah, exactly. But even then, I mean, I don't think there was much to be said against the acting or the writing or the anything of this movie i'm giving it a fucking 10 i don't give a fuck Woo, i don't a give a 10? fuck i'm giving God, it a 10 Damn. I mean, it, you, you, know f- you know I'm why, you know why I'm not hating on that. You know, you know why? Because, that. because it entertained me more than any other movie I've seen in a long time. It, yeah. it, um, <laughs> uh, it, it entertained me in a way that I was hoping star Wars was going to entertain me. And then star Wars just, you know, fell on its it face, broke it. your heart, you know, yeah. broke its own dick and just curled up You're in a ball and, heart, star and just died. Uh, yeah. so, you know, in, in ways that, that in that respect, I'm going to be, I'm now more excited for the next part of this movie than I am for the next star Wars film. You're, yeah, you're excited you should, enough that you're going to go back and watch some of the other movies. I'll watch Ragnarok and I'll watch Civil War yeah. at the very least. Those are the two that I've wanted those to, to go back and see. see. Yeah. So yeah. I've wanted to go back to see those. And, uh, and and I'm sure Gabs will be down for watching those as well because Thor is a, is a hot piece of male ass. Let's all be honest here. Uh, yeah. you can't, you can't get away with that shit. Oh, a shout outs. One last thing that I am listening for passing on a panic for his rating shout outs to whatever genius for all the females in the audience. When Thor is holding open the fucking door for the, like the sun beam to come in and it was just an excuse for uh, Chris Hemsworth to just fucking gun show, suns out, guns out, and he fucking just pounds literally suns out, this, yeah, literally suns out, guns out, double bicep, <laughs> yeah. and his arms are the size of my fucking torso. He's just they like got the Chris Evans shot for that. In Chris one evan movie. the
3: Chris Evan I think, had bigger buys, honestly. Yeah, Chris uh, evan, when he held helicopter, when he held the helicopter back, yeah, uh, he has, uh, he has, uh, I think well, it was it, was that Civil War. No, 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 that was was, was Winter Winter Soldier. It's Winter Soldier. He's holding the fucking shit in his bicep like a pow! Hemsworth was like,
0: I need one of those scenes. Chris
1: Evans... I gotta flex.
0: uh, Chris Evans was... um, In in terms of the the, the arm, Chris Evans... uh, Or, or, sorry, um, fucking... Hemsworth. Hemsworth has a better overall arm, but but, uh, Chris... The bicep. uh, But but, uh, Evans has... Um, he's weighted, his bicep, he's one of those guys where he's bicep heavy as fuck. Like he's yeah. got like he looks like he spends more time at the gym doing his bicep than, it's, than, it's yeah, literally, than than any other it's, part of his body. Yeah. So genetically speaking, he probably just doesn't have great triceps. So like his biceps are just fucking monstrous. That's, and then and then Hemsworth good. though was just thick Hemsworth's ass arms, arm. just thick dude, ass he's arms. Like a,
3: he's got like a third tricep in a place that you didn't even know it existed. <laughs> it's like what the fuck is that, dude? It's like, a he's cheek got on like a an ass. He's like, got like an fuck? extra head of a tricep.
0: He's got like a horseshoe plus more. It's just like legit.
3: Like legit, it's yeah, got like three bumps and sure. You're going, what the fuck is yeah. that that? <laughs> is he got a cyst there? No, no, that's no, just more muscle. Just, just ran it out. The only, other, on the muscle. only other person I think that might be more jacked
0: than Hemsworth is what's his face who plays Superman in, and, but he's in um the new um uh, uh Mission Impossible movie. Oh,
3: uh, Henry Cable yeah. For
0: that, for yeah, for yeah. that movie, that dude looks like he is the size of a fucking house. That dude, dude his is. Shoulders
3: are absolutely enormous. gigantic. <laughs> dude, he couldn't walk through my door. No, like, he'd have to go sideways. Sideways, he'd like, still have guy, some issues. Oh, and it, it, the cra- that doesn't that movie look so sick, dude? The Mission Impossible movies does. are amazing. Yeah. Whoever did the remix, fuck, the remix dude. for the song oh, in that trailer so good. was fine. Get down with the singness. Is so like Oh shit. And, and that that scene where he's in the bathroom and he's like, yeah, he's fighting him, and, like, and he's just fucking like, huge. like, oh my god, dude! Oh, well, yeah, it, like if I saw a
0: dude that big, just fucking like shake his arms, are ready to pound me, I'd just be like, <laughs> yeah, all right, I'm, I'm dead. The- <laughs> that's like a bear, dude. It was yeah. like a, it
3: was like watching a bear just going. Mm, and of course, <laughs> it helps. Yeah, like, it helps.
0: That he's gonna fight like you know, all five foot seven of of fucking yeah, Tom yeah, Cruise. But the guy's
3: huge, dude. And and his swings are like, God damn. Yeah, those, like, heavy those are swings. like death punches, bro. He's those gotta get all of
1: that DC rage out of his yeah, system. That's, that's what, what it it was. was he's
0: like, it's, he's the, got it's this crazy it's the mustache. mustache. It gave him the it's power. The mustache gave him the power. He's like Samson
3: with the hair, except mustache. It
0: that's, that's his that's tower gonna be, source. That's going to
3: be a good movie, man. That's going to be a really good movie. Yeah, I, I haven't wait.
0: given a fuck about Mission Impossible in ages. I'm probably going to have to oh, see that dude, one. dude, the looks last good.
1: one was f- Dude, fire. Rogue Nation was oh. phenomenal.
0: Oh, uh, it was so good. Well, maybe oh, I'll, so maybe good. Good. I'll go back and, and check that out, Oh, you definitely got to at least watch the Actually, last one, bro. the last that, two were really good. The last
3: two were really good. The Ghost, Ghost Protocol... Was really that was when they really started going crazy and you're like, oh fuck, Rogue dude. Nation, Ghost it's, Protocol, three, yeah, it's we're all like dead. it's like the Fast and the Furious franchise, like it, the shit's just getting crazier, but <laughs> yeah, better. crazier, you know crazier. what I mean? It's like goddamn, they damn. gave
1: Tom Cruise like creative control and stunt control back. They're like, all right, we got the formula. You
3: have to at least watch the last one, man. I couldn't believe yeah. the action in this shit, and it's like it's raw action. It's like God damn. it's, it's like, like it's classic nineties like, action. It's really good, man. It's really really good. All That's right. why I'm so excited for this one. Okay. Well, uh,
0: that's it for movies and TV. We're going to move on to tech support real quick. Get out a couple of uh, bad boys. This comes in from Romar, who is a brand new $10 pledger.
3: Welcome. Welcome. We got some new money.
0: Thank you, Romar. Welcome. He
3: said, uh, hey, Jeff, did you uh,
0: already get your key pals? Hashtag Oriental Nights."
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. No, not yet. <laughs> I've had a few people come into my stream and ask me that too. Uh That's
0: let's funny. see. What else we got? Watch Cobra oh, Kai while you order it. We've had Maybe we've
3: had the last
0: we've had the death row last meal question about 49 thousand yeah, times. I'm not answering it again. <laughs> no, no, no. I've been on death row number too many times. We're good. Yeah. We can we can uh we can handle that uh or ha- or keep that in the back uh what is that <clears throat> what oh, this is a crazy question all right i don't have the brain power for this right now but uh, ironically cuz this guy's name is brain doc dre a 100 dollar lifetime supporter let's go said uh you hear the sirens blaring and then you see the paratroopers it's red dawn and the commies are attacking Canada because you know why not because re- he says because reasons they're, they're, they're coming after our maple syrup stash uh, out, out, out west they're coming for the pu- oh he says they're coming for the poutine and your lives Ooh. you're all together in Jeff's basement with a cache of Cold War military supplies We've what's your question too what's your weapon of choice and strategy decide together my yeah well we've had a similar uh, similar
3: similar one where we had to pick a weapon and
0: uh, Uh, I'm just gonna choose uh, I'll I'll choose a sidearm and I'll I'll choose uh, some sort of uh, mid-range rifle get some food supplies and then hide in the nearest tree and then never leave just hope to God nobody finds me are you capable of climbing a tree uh, I'm I'm j- I basically just have to kind of like lift a leg. It's not really oh, a big okay. deal. I'm not technically climbing. I'm just kind of stepping up can into the tree. And we just disguise you as the tree. That's also a distinct possibility. Just give me like a ghillie suit and I could just like uh stand You'd out be in the a open tall shrubbery. Yeah, just some tall like a tall shrub uh in somebody's front yard. I'm getting a samurai
3: sword. Yeah, let's go. That's really cold war era, Jeff. That 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 is you can always have a samurai sword. I'm going samurai sword. Don't give a shit. I'm gonna live and die by the sword.
0: <laughs>
3: and if I'm being surrounded, <laughs> I lose a took my safety.
0: <laughs> hey. Very honorable. Very honorable. <laughs> Alright, panic, what will you? I'll take a friggin' AK. Alright. Well, of course. Everyone always wants to take an AK.
3: <laughs> Why not?
0: Bury it in the dirt.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Grab it it later.
0: Still working. Still works. Uh let's see. Martin asks, he's a uh, 65, whoa, okay, hold on now. Martin, Martin is a 65 lifetime, current pledge 100, so he stepped up. He is now into mm. the 100 sheet, which means, All right, Martin. Which means right. my sheet is going to be inaccurate, so I'll use the website to make sure that we include Martin in the, uh, the ending credits here. He asks, have you ever gone overboard with a hobby? I myself fell down the rabbit hole with Lego dimensions, and now I own every single set. Oof. It's a little Lego. Not that there's a problem with owning Lego. You hold that on, on, to that shit till you have kids
3: and then just run wild. I would think probably for me um, is wall. retro video game collecting. You don't say. Probably. You don't say. I mean, <laughs> that's two seasons right there, and this is just one wall. There's still an entire another there's area of stuff another out in the part. other room. So, but you know, I I managed to do it because I can make content from it, and you know, it, it's it's almost all for free now. It's it's a fun hobby, but definitely uh, that's definitely something that I've gone overboard. Like I knew it was a problem one day where, uh, Kayla Kayla was like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "Yeah, going to pick up some more games." And I mean, at this point, I was picking up games like every other day. And I come on home and she went out. She went garage. Out to, she went out to the gym or something. Oh no, that was a bad one. That was too. a bad that, one. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but that was the worst. That was the worst one. I'm still going through through that shit. But this is the first time where I knew I had a problem. I come home and I went over to this guy's house. Or first I went over to this guy's house to go pick up. It was like Super Nintendo with a couple games. I get there. I had like eighty bucks in my pocket. The guy was asking sixty bucks. I get there and I go in. I'm like, Hey, do you mind if I test out the games? So he's like, Yeah, sure. So plugging in, I realize he's got a Nintendo. I've, I see he's got a Wii and some games, some GameCube. He's got all kinds of shit, just chilling at his like entertainment system. I'm like, um, you gonna, you want to sell any of this other stuff? And he's like, Nah, man, nah, it's not for sale. It's not for sale. So I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but there's a couple of Nintendo games I need. Do you mind if I just take a look? And he's like, Sure. So take a look. And uh, I'm like, you know, I know you do not want to sell any of this stuff, but if I had to ask, like. How much? How much would you want if, if I were to buy like all of your gaming stuff, right? And at this point, he told me he was saving up some money to go on a trip or whatever, so I knew he needed money. So he was like, he was like, yeah, you know, uh, it's not really for sale. And uh, I was like, well, you know, I got to run to the store and grab some grab some more money. I didn't have enough, even though I did have enough for the Super Nintendo stuff. I was like, I want you to think about it. I, I go to the bank machine. I grab it was like four hundred dollars in total, and I go to his table to his kitchen table and I'm like listen for all of your gaming stuff and there was a fuck ton I was like this is what I'll do for you and you can just say yes or no you know if you say no that's fine I'll just grab the stuff I came for and then I use that trick where you just slow roll it you're like I'll give you 20 uh, 40 60 80 uh, 120 bro 60 uh, 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 60 80 3 the longer you take psychologically boy, you the think more there's likely, more money yeah. And I just kept going all the way till I hit four hundred. I was like, "I'll give you four hundred bucks for everything." He and he looked at he looked at me. He said, "All right, I'll pack it up." And he took it and he got all these garbage bags. And then he went to his room and he's like, "Yeah, dude, I've got a whole bunch of other stuff in here. You can just take it because now you pretty much took all my stuff." Guy came out with like a saga. Came out with uh, another PS three, a PS two, a bunch of games, bunch of Guitar Hero stuff. I come home and i put it all on the floor there's a picture of it i think on instagram somewhere and i'm laying in garbage bags filled with video game. i mean i there's garbage bags all over my dining room and i'm just laying there and the wife comes in she's like you're fucked and i'm like yeah yeah. <laughs> and at that point i knew i was addicted to yeah. to it and i've and i've just gone i've gone ape shit crazy and i even picked up games tonight so i'm still still doing it and yard sales tomorrow morning
0: so. yeah for me uh I've never, I've never had like, uh, uh coincidentally, I mean, my biggest, ho- or one of my biggest hobbies just turned into being, you know, what I do for a living, so I'll always go, go over, overboard. like I go overboard with tech, right? Like, tech is my vice, so, uh, I'll go overboard with that shit,
3: um... And then you'll tell us it's not overboard. This guy. Well, can't it's definitely. It. Oh, well. <laughs> He's like, well, oh, no,
0: well, you know, I. It's the the, you know, the my biggest excuse. I sold a couple things. And- my biggest excuse <laughs> is is that at the very least, you know, it's kind of like you with you with the with the retro stuff is that at the very least, if you're selling what you already have for a reasonable amount of money, and then on top of that, we can write off tax wise uh, a lot and HST on top of that. It, like you can. You can justify some pretty expensive shit. I just, on top of that, have have a huge vice for 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 tech stuff. Um, and mist and and mist. Yes, mist. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was a big. That's a big. I, I still don't give a fuck. I'm so happy I got in on, in on that mist. That mist hype. Um, so I guess my outside of that, I had this weird short term Pokemon kick here last year. Yeah, it was that was weird, bro. Their, hard, their, yeah. their, their, 20th, their 20th anniversary thing where I wanted all the pins um, for the 20th anniversary. And I have, like, the t-shirt that was the 20th anniversary. Like, I had the whole collection. So, basically, I could just put it all together and I have, like, the set of shit with, uh, with it. I don't think I have all the cards, but I'm pretty damn close. Anyway. And uh, that was weird and random and expensive. And, and yep. like... I, like I, I thought go on about your streaming,
3: you're opening up Pokemon packs on like a daily basis. I'm like, yeah, what the it was. Fuck is it was smoking. It was weird. Counter Strike.
0: It, it was really odd. Like I, I still don't understand. Like I thought about this the other day because I'm packing up, <sighs> right? So I came across my pins and I have the pins all in, in a specific place because eventually I'm gonna like, uh, build a like a little display case and have them all you know laid out or whatever, and, ha- and do like a Pokemon 20th anniversary kind of set thing. Shadow box. Yeah. And so I have them. I came across them. Yeah, kind of like panic got back there with some pins probably from events and shit or whatever. Uh, so... Yeah, those are my
1: gold event pins and I got normal pins over
0: here. Yeah, I so I was gonna do something like that. So I have, I have them so I came across them when I'm, when I'm doing my packing the other day and I stopped and I really, I really thought about it and I was like... I had, like an, I, I had, like, an out-of-body experience, like, what the fuck were you thinking? What the hell was this shit? You spent, <laughs> ain't cheap, man. You Pokemon spend, cards ain't cheap. Bro, I spent an easy grand on 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 the cards to get all the pins and shit. At, oh, I'd right. say somewhere between 700 and 1,000 is probably mm. the total, spread over the course of, like, nine months, because it was a year-long thing, right? Like, it went the whole mm. 20th year. And uh, I was just like, I, I just stopped. I was like, what the fuck was that about? Because, like, I'll get on kicks like that with cards sometimes, and it's been a really long time since I had that happen. Like, I think I was uh, just starting... Yeah, like, I was just starting summer camp stuff when I had my last collectible card kick. And so it was a long time coming, and it just happened, and I just... I never thought about it when I was in the midst of it and then I just I found it packing shit up and I was like <laughs> what addicted. the
3: fuck? You were addicted to the opening Just the, the opening of the and the
0: pins and shit I was like what is that? Like, and I was getting to the point bro where I was standing in this Toys R Us looking at the various packs and the pins that you could see to see if there were flaws in the fucking pins because I was collecting oh. these pins. I was that deep. I'd be seeing and, like enamel pieces like missing. I was like, "Nah, I ain't good enough." And just fucking tossing that wow. shit aside. I
3: sure, just went on eBay and bought the fucking pins. Well,
0: that was that was just it, right? Like you, hindsight, twenty twenty, twenty, looking back at like, why didn't you just go buy some fucking pins on eBay? you did. But if I did that, I wouldn't get the cards. I wouldn't have the opening experience, and like that's uh, part of the no, problem uh, too. And it's just bad. It was a crack. But and I also was, wouldn't
3: have this regret now.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then I maybe oh, would have well. been able to justify this like thirteen hundred dollar missed purchase that I just exactly. did. Exactly.
3: I'm sure you'd trade in those Pokemon cards for. And that a hot fucking, a fucking second! Two Gone. seconds flat. Take them, <laughs> take them all. Get this shit out Here, of my take, sight. Give me the that miss. With you, give me the fucking miss thing, please. Give I'll me the, the miss thing.
0: Later. Yeah. So that was that was my latest my latest thing. But my my biggest my biggest vice is honest to god just tech. I mean, I've gotten I've gotten good about it because I came close last year to buying a new TV for the living room. I came close and then I stopped myself because like, let's, I was like, Adam, don't be fucking stupid now. Come on, slow bro. This roll. Like you're, you just slow the, you need to slow the fuck down. You just, this TV has got at least three more years in it. Don't be that guy. Don't. Don't be that guy. Don't do it. My TV is so fire. It's so, it's such a good fucking TV. I don't need to do it, but I almost did because I walked into that, that fucking Satan's shop downtown for me, Peak Audio. Stay like away my, from
3: Peak Audio. That you is, that is a bad bank. place for me. And you gotta have, and you just, you gotta be able to just say no. And it's impossible to impossible. say no to things. If you're watching such listening. a fire store. Yeah. You just, you just like, can't. Sat can't down, do it. listened to that hundred thirty
0: thousand dollars sound setup. And I away went, from ah! It. And then I went into the next room, and he was like, "Let me show you some TVs." And I was like, "Oh fuck, you're speak dirty to me." Oh god, yeah, talk <laughs> it. Oh, don't stop. And he like showed me that that Samsung QLED TV, and it looked so fucking good, and I was just. It looks so good, it made me think that my TV at home looks shit. And then I went back and I saw, him, and, I, and I went back and I watched my, uh, something on my TV, and I went, "Wait a minute, no, nah, my TV ain't shit at all. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing? That's like, no, nah, we don't
3: need to be buying Dude, a. I'm not going to buy a TV for years. Uh, well, you've got you've LG, got a really new the TV LG too.
1: LG OLED TVs are yeah. the fucking shit. They are yeah. amazing. This is incredible. Every time
0: I turn it on, I'm just like, Ugh. oh yeah. Please, please, like I'm I'm about to give you the money to get that shit tuned though. <laughs> you got like like this 6,000, well, now that it's been used more, they'll probably be like, okay, we can do that now. But like, you got this $6,000 TV that needs to be calibrated to enjoy it in all of its true glory, and you've just been like dodging it like a champion.
3: See, you want to know subconsciously, I didn't get it done yet, so that in a couple of years when I'm starting to think the TV isn't isn't firing, (laughs) I "I get it calibrated, and then I'm going, oh, (laughs) fuck, it's like a whole new TV. Dude, an upgrade for free for, for three hundred dollars. You know, That's you know right what's there. funny though? You know what's
0: funny though? I had mine recalibrated a couple like three or four months ago, because it'd been like, I don't know, three or four years since I had it done. And it was a pretty substantial change, and I was like, Oh, okay, no, we're good. That was that was definitely you'll you'll definitely fuck experience oh, yeah. it. Because I was going from calibrated to calibrated just to it obviously changed change myself. over time. Uh, well, I mean, I don't like. I could go buy a spider or whatever the fuck I want to use and like do it. Fuck that <laughs> shit, bro. Get somebody who he's knows what the they're doing. Get it I already have over, the spider, <laughs> and just like I just like I could do it, but he's gonna do it better. I'm telling you right now, well, this yeah. guy, the guys at Peak Audio are a bunch of nerds that are on a whole nother level. That that I could I could spend 400 hours teaching myself the ins and outs. They're on I'd the still spectrum for TVs. We'll yes, tell you exactly, a hundred percent
3: spectrum for TVs,
0: and they love it, which is the important part. They're so into yeah. it, and they come over and they're excited to do the shit. And he saw my TV and he was like, "Holy shit! I haven't got to do one of these like fucking plasmas in forever. I'm just this is fucking sick." <laughs> and then he like he spent like three hours in my living room. We were talking about TVs and shit while he's calibrating and we were watching movies on it and shit. And he's like, dude, this TV still looks so dope. I was like, yeah, other than having to be in a pitch black room, because plasmas don't do well in lit, you know, well-lit rooms, like, this TV still fires. I like, yeah, I mean, he's like, holy shit, I didn't think it would look this good. And he just, he's that, that guy. So fuck, fuck doing it myself. I'd make, I'd make a mess of it. If, I, if I'm going to get it done, get it done by somebody who knows what they're fucking doing. For sure. Panic, what's your vice? What's, what's, your, what's your last uh, thing? You've got something in your hands there. Ah, yes, a Gundam. You're a models Gundams. guy. Oh, yeah. You're a model's guy. I I just realized my camera's friggin' mirrored,
1: too. But, yeah. Um, No, this is, like, actually the Holy Grail one that I will build eventually. I've actually had this one for a while. Um, It's a perfect grade kit. Um, I have, like, five other ones that are of a lesser grade, master grade, which I'm going to build first. But, like, I got this one as, like, this is the one that I want to be able to build. So there's a grade above master. Yeah, this is perfect. So, like a master wow. grade will go for like 80, like anywhere from like 60 to 100 bucks, maybe. 100 bucks are for the crazy ones. Um, this guy usually goes for around like 400. The only reason I picked it up now and like super early was I saw a deal for 275 so I'm like, done. <laughs> like, I'll leave it in my closet. So another, what is the yeah.
0: what is the difference between Master Grade and Perfect Grade? So
1: Master Grade is 1-100 and usually about yay tall. All the ones in my so cabinet. So six inch, basically. Uh, no, they're about eight or nine inch. Oh, okay. Um, mm, black dick black inches. Black dick size. Yeah. Mm. Those are all the ones in my <laughs> cabinet are Master Grade. Okay. Uh, perfect Grade. Would be usually about a foot or more. Mandingo. to 60. Yeah, Mandingo size. (laughs) Um, More black. And the part count. Blacker. (laughs) the, uh, The part count is like an order of magnitude more. Okay. So, like a master grade entire body is what's in the leg of a perfect
0: grade. Ah. So the amount of time spent is also dramatically yeah, increased. Yeah, so like
1: I can, I can build a master grade over a weekend, and if I wanted to paint it, it's just a second weekend. If I do a perfect grade, it's going to be many weekends. <laughs> I can probably do like a leg in a day.
0: So how, uh, so how many of these bad boys do you have currently in your possession?
1: I have, I have two perfect grades in my closet. Those are the only two I'm ever going to get until I'm done building these two. Um, the rest are just master grades and I can belt out master grades. I got the skill set for them, but there's some things I want to learn on painting and some other build techniques I want to try out before I go. Cause um, these perfect grades, I'm going to do like full custom paint. I'm not just going to build them. So like, these are like, so like for me, it's like, it's like an evolutionary thing where I'm like, I know where I want to end up. Mm-hmm. So I'm working my way towards it. So like, I haven't had a lot of time to build them, but like I've done like, a, I try to do like a master grade at least once a quarter. So you know, hopefully I'll get to this either by the end of this year or early next year.
3: Are you wearing an NASL t-shirt underneath that? Yeah,
1: I am.
0: <laughs> sweet. Panic is the only person I know that oh, would dude. break would that would break out dude, their... No, 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 no. I wear, no, the, I wear thing. the
3: NASL uh, sweater like at least once a week. Pan- panic is yeah, panic dude is that
0: Z. sweatshirt is great yeah panic is the only person I know that would break out break out how often they do their Gundams into a quarterly statement like it's a fucking accounting thing it's like yeah it is I for mean, me like
1: it's a bound of time I have because like <laughs> one of those things I have to like when i when i when i Go to build, and for me, it's a stress relief thing. It's a something I do, a yeah. uh, completely away from computers. So, like it's a I'll, hobby, uh,
3: it's fun. Yeah, yeah it's hobby. I turn well. on the
1: stereo. I clear <laughs> off my entire kitchen table. I lay down the modeling equipment, the gear, and then I go through the process. You know, so it's like for me, it's like you know, it's like I get, in, it's like a, it, it, I got to get into the mood.
2: Yeah, like, um, for me, I
1: know when I have time to kind of do that thing because it's like, like if I'm building a kit, my mm. entire kitchen table is not usable. Or like until that kit's done. So I have to kind of like plan it out.
0: Well there you go. All right.
3: Well, there it there is, you boys. Go. You all know uh, our, our uh hobby vices. Uh
0: I don't think there's any uh let's see. Okay, this is a this is a short enough one. This is easy enough. We'll end on this one. It comes in from Corey, 140 lifetime. Let's go. Mm. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> uh, he says, what is one thing that you do every day that if you don't do it for any reason, it makes your day feel off? Uh... Mm. I have a couple. I have a couple of
1: things. I've started drinking lemon water in the morning. Like I'll put like a glass of water with lemon juice into the fridge overnight and then I'll wake up in the morning. And the first thing I do is drink it. I thought it wouldn't do anything, but I've actually like haven't been doing it the past couple of days because I ran out of lemon juice and I've been like, you know what? I don't feel that great. You know, I don't feel as good as I usually do. <laughs> so like I actually went out and got lemon juice again. So I'm like, all right, let's do that.
0: Okay. Uh. I, for me... Okay, I have a couple things. Uh, I have to wind down at the end of the day. It doesn't even matter what time it is, how long I've been working, whatever. I have to at least watch, like, an episode or something uh, of a show or something. I I have to spend somewhere between 30 minutes and an hour doing something outside of my office space every day before bed, or... Um, or I just feel off or i or I can't sleep You've got it takes to me forever in a context yeah like it, it it takes me forever to fall asleep um and then the other thing is uh every night before I walk upstairs, I turn the light on to look down the stairs to see if I've locked the door, and even if I know I've locked the door, I have to go over flick the light on, see that I've locked the door and if I don't do that it's like a habit now if I don't do that. Uh, I've had nights where I'm just about to fall asleep, and then it dawns on me that I never fucking look to see if I had locked the door, even though I know the door is fucking locked. And I will get out of bed and go downstairs and check to see if I've locked the the door. I have to do that shit. I don't know if it's because like one day, I caught myself and I hadn't locked the door, or like something happened, I don't know, but now it's become like so habitual. Every single night, I have to to do that before I go upstairs. Uh, And sometimes I'll do it twice. I'll like, if I'm really tired, I'll flick the light on, and then flick it off really quick, like, just to see if it's locked. But, like, if I don't register it, if I'm tired, I'm, like, I'm fucking the light on again. So if people are on my street looking in the direction of my house at certain times of the night, it probably looks like I'm what trying to signal doing? a drug dealer. Like, the, the time is now! Like, I'm, like, doing, like, fucking Morse
3: code. Flick, with, flick, flick, flick.
0: Yeah, Morse code with my light and the, trying to, like, see my, my door being locked or not. So those are, those are some things. Uh, oh, and locking my car. Because, fuck Toyota, yeah. they, for whatever reason... <clears throat> They don't have an auto lock feature in this RAV. So if you leave your car unlocked and your keys are outside the car and like you're in the, it doesn't auto lock. My fucking 13 year old Ford Focus had that feature. So like uh, I get in this habit now where I get out of the car, I press lock the door on my door, close the door, get my fob out and press lock again. And then sometimes at night, if I don't remember if I have did it or not, because I've left my car open all night many times. Like it's become another habit to like lock my 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 car. So those are those are the the things that I have to absolutely do, uh, or I feel a little weird.
3: Mm. Um. So one of mine is is very similar to yours. I would say like mine has changed over a little bit because for the longest time, um, I would just like wake up and eat food and and stream. Um, that was like just my instantly, life. Instantly, for, yeah. Forever. Um, and over the last you know, year, I've been kind of streaming and doing shit when I want to. I've been going out a lot. Um, so every day now, I'll wake up, I have a shower, and then I just leave the house and I just go for a drive. So I just go for a drive and I usually either go to get sushi between noon and one, um, or if I'm just sushi'd out, I'll go to like Subway or, um, usually usually Subway. So I just go and get food and I never really eat, uh, if, if I'm not eating sushi, eat there, but usually if I'm getting Subway and stuff, I just go in, uh, eat at my car. Um, and, uh, that's like my time that that's my unwind time, uh, every day in the early day. So between noon and two, I am listening to all my MMA news, movie news, um, that's pretty much it. I, it's just strictly movie and MMA, and I just listen to all my favorite YouTubers and podcasts, and I eat, and that's pretty much it. Um, lately, I've been back in the gym, so I've just been eating and going to the gym and then coming home. Um, but then uh, for night, I'm very similar to Adam. So uh, when I shut down the computer and I go upstairs, Kayla is usually uh, in bed before me if she has to work. So she works tomorrow. So like when I'm done this, I'll go upstairs, and... <clears throat> um, Thor sometimes is is in our bedroom, but tonight he's upstairs um, in the living room. So what I do is I do the same thing Adam does is I go to all the doors and I make sure all the doors are locked and um, I always check the back patio for some reason. I'll turn the back patio light on. I'll look outside. I don't know why yeah, but I, do I just too. do and and then I just turn off the back patio light um, and then I go upstairs into the security room and I look at all the security cameras and I literally stand there and I'll watch them for about 15 to 30 seconds. I don't know why it's like, I'm just like scouting out my outside house. <laughs> I don't know why I do this, but I do. Um, I just stand there, I look at it and then, uh, that's it. And then I'll go into bed. I'll lay down. I'll go on my phone. I'll turn on the alarm cause it's all done on the phone and I'll double check to make all the, sure all the doors are locked on my phone as well cuz my phone can lock uh, the two main doors in my house. So uh so yeah, I just that that's pretty much it. Make sure all the doors are locked, turn off all the lights, turn down the heat to like 17 degrees to make sure it's nice and cool and then I just go to bed. Uh, you, if the dog is in the bedroom, I open up my my bedroom door and I say Thor, come on. Thor gets up slowly cuz he's half asleep, he jumps <laughs> off the bed. I walk him to the top of the stairs. I smother him with kisses for like 10, 15 seconds. Give him a little pat on the ass. Tell him to go downstairs. Close the baby gate, even though we don't have a baby, dog gate. And then I go into bed and that's when I turn on the, turn on the check the alarm, make sure the alarm's on or turn it on. And That's pretty much it. That's, that's. That's the show. It's like, a, it's like a ritual. It's like. Yeah, it becomes I, a ritual, and yeah. And, 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 and I do it, and I do it all in a certain order. So like, I don't it's very weird. It's like almost OCD the way I do things like, uh, and I feel is that exact thing that the question was asking is I feel off if I do it either in a different order or I don't do it period. So like I, like I'll go to bed, like say I didn't check the back patio or I didn't, or I didn't check the garage door to make sure it's locked. I'll be in bed and I'll sit there and just think about did I, did I do, even yeah. if I can't remember doing, I'm like, did I fucking do that? And then I'll get up and I'll go like, and I'm mad at myself. I'm like, fuck. And I'll go downstairs. And then of course I've done it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I did it. And then I'll go and you know, I'll go back. Same thing. If I leave the house, like, um, I'll close the garage door and I have like the garage door opener in my, in, on the visor of my, of my car. I'll leave the house and I'll drive down two blocks and I'll go, did I close the garage door? And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> and then I'll drive all the way back home drive and I'll, I'll basically get to the point where I can see my garage. I'm like, yeah, OK, I close it and then I'll fucking leave. So it's very weird. Yeah, I'm
0: I've done that with locking out. the front door after leaving the house. Like it, it's such a it's such a like instinctual thing to just turn around and lock the door that sometimes I don't even register that I've done it. And then yeah. I get in the car, and I did that today, and I was like, did I lock the, <laughs> yeah. the door? And then you have to, yeah. like, get out. Sometimes I'll be halfway down the street, and I'll reverse back into my driveway, get out, check, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, and you can get back in the car and, and, and take off. But yeah, it's, it is. it is. It becomes ritualistic, for sure. Uh, two random things that uh, mean nothing to most people. Uh, one, don't eat lettuce for a while if you're in the States, because holy fucking E. coli, uh, coming to like, so like producers in Kansas. So if like, if you're going to restaurants and shit and you don't know where,
3: where's this coming, coming from? from, what is, uh, what is panics thing? We did to skip we panic. did, we did
0: panics thing. He did the lay, he, he was talking about his, uh, his lemon water and shit.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's so right. yeah. Sorry.
0: Um, uh, yeah, that started there. And then we started getting the first cases of it up here in Canada from places that were largely delivered to from the States. Well, it's um, from Yuma, Arizona. Romaine specifically. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and normally that's not a, a, a huge thing. It's just romaine, but it's, it's not a huge thing, but this is actually relatively, this is probably the biggest in in my recollection of E. coli outbreak and, uh, several people just straight up died from it this time around. So, um, uh, uh, even, even though like, especially now that it's been, it popped up in Canada in a couple of spots personally, unless you are absolutely it. desperate to get your hands on some romaine lettuce, don't fucking touch the romaine lettuce for a while, yeah. uh just let that bad boy go there are better there, are better there are better leafy
1: lettuce just because you told me not to
0: There are better leafy greens to eat anyway so just you know just avoid romaine lettuce uh for sure and um then the other thing I wanted to mention was uh fuck the Toronto Raptors. I'll shout, shout that out because uh for a couple reasons one they fired their coach uh uh their coach today. Mm-hmm. I watched that happen live, sitting in a Boston pizza, uh, and went. I looked up at the TV and I went, "Wait a minute, are you serious?" And I had to do a double take. Now I knew there was a possibility it was coming because they've gotten they've gotten swept three times in a row by LeBron in the playoffs now, second round. Uh, but here's here's the thing: Dwayne Casey is the most successful coach the team's ever had. <laughs> Not only that, ironically, he's likely going to win uh, or already has Coach of the Year. He won Coach of the uh, Year two days ago. Yes, so so 48 hours ago, he wins Coach of the Year. 48 hours later, Toronto Raptors fire him because they're looking for a scapegoat. And here's, here's my hot take on it. A lot of people want to blame Casey because they think that his offensive playbook is garbage. Um, here's my take on it. Lowry and DeRozan are lazy motherfuckers uh, that call it in. They've got contracts that are too long. They are very good basketball players, but they get into the playoffs and they suck a dick. They're very good, but they're not a team leader. Neither of them are team leaders, but they're in team leading roles. None of them have the fire in them. You watch them play basketball in the playoffs, and it looks like they don't even care if they win or not. Then you watch, like, LeBron James or Kobe Bryant or, uh, or like, any uh, anyone else at lead Like, shit, even, even Dirk Dawinski looks like he wants
3: to fucking win games for fuck's sake. Where's this coming Adam, where is this coming from? Is this more tech support? I saw it. No, it's not. This is is thirty deep in this podcast. I I just wake up in six hours. I'm
0: screaming screaming into the void. I got a flight. I'm screaming into the void right now. All right, scream next to me. Just but just fuck that shit. fuck Toronto and your lazy ass playing fuck you for for. (laughs) Randomly brings
3: out lettuce in LeBron Dwayne Casey. Adam's not get out. Damn it.
0: I just had to get that. I just had to get, because I don't have any, I don't have any, like, G- Gabs does no know of those sports, so I have to scream this into the void, and then I'll have, like, three comments on YouTube that I can go to. So, uh, yeah. Shoutouts. <laughs> um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for, uh, for this week of the Technical Alpha podcast. I'm not going to edit this tonight, because I feel like I'm going to die. So I'm going to get in the shower, and then I'm going to die in bed. And then, you uh, if I feel up to it, I'll edit it tomorrow, uh, or whenever I feel like it. Because, uh, that's how it's going to go. So whenever you hear this, uh, that's when you're going to hear it. Head over to that end screen, and I've got to pull up the website over here, because we have Will, who had just come in. On that hot fire $100 tier. Damn! Damn! Making it happen. Oh, I see that the uh, website is not updating again. Uh, Patreon has one of the most infuriating uh, APIs of all time, where you have to refresh this token, like, every 14 minutes. Otherwise, uh, which begs the question, why do people even have access to it in the first place? Uh so I'm just going to toss your name in here anyway. Shoutouts to Jetrix, Postal Panda, Chico, Derek P, Naily B, Naily, Adam B, Jamaican J, Jorbuck Toastiel, Matthew M and Will getting in on the $100 tier. Shit, I don't even know how many of these people are still in this anymore if this hasn't been updated. So I'm going to have to like go and sort that out and then maybe I'm just going to have to remove this freaking Patreon producers wall unless we find out uh, a way to fix that shit cuz that is infuriating. Either way, bless you all. You're uh, you're keeping us going. You're keeping us afloat, and we love you for it. Yep. Uh, we will be. Uh, oh, not Will. It was Martin. Sorry. I got you. G- oh my God. I'm, I'm a fucking asshole. Go to sleep, uh, Adam. I need to go to bed. Lettuce. Go okay, to get, Adam. I gotta get, get off E-coli. the lettuce. I gotta get, get off, off. I gotta get the off romaine. the romaine. I gotta lay off the romaine. I'm so sorry, Martin. Martin is on the hundred tip. Not Will. Fuck you, Will. <laughs> <laughs> wow well, that Martin, got Martin is on the hundred tip I got you bro I got we pulled it back just in time I got you bro no, I love both of you I'm a bag of hammers I'm gonna go get some sleep until I see you guys and we see you next week and everything else and fucking fucking a technical alpha peace God uh,